so you're ready to do the podcast, laddies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm talking about how Sean Connery was a white beater. <laughs> really? Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> let me know. Let me let me know when you want to do the show. And, Episode and one, two, three. S O T R T one, two, three. Ivan, Jeff, and me. Howdy, everybody. Welcome to Squares Roundtable Podcast episode, as you if you heard earlier, episode one hundred and twenty-three. One, two, three. Same combination on my luggage. With me is Ivan. Hey, how we doing, everybody? And Jeff. Hello. Hi. So we hey. had a good Halloween weekend, everybody. Uh, yeah, I guess. We, I mean, we all got to hoard our candy that we didn't give out because keep the COVID away from the kids. So my candy. Well, I didn't even bother buying any candy because I knew this was going to be a thing. I mean, once they once they uh, locked everything down in the city here, it was kind of like everything was just you know out the window as far as everything. It was like, literally, it was like a ghost town down here. It was so weird, you know. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. didn't see and any kids point. in costume? No. Not a one? Nope. Wow. Nobody out, nobody costumed up, nothing. Hmm. Nothing. Well, you know, and, and I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm kind of in that point where... Well, look, you know, it, 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 in some ways, I'm kind of glad that that wasn't the case because, you know, I, I get it. Kids want to do Halloween and all that. But and it's it's, you know, with 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 numbers spiking, we you know, people, there's got to be other ways to do this. And, and in fairness, I didn't get any candy. I decided my treat my treat instead would just be I would just get myself some some of those honey wings from Jewel, which were just phenomenal. Well, that's cool. I uh, I, I treated myself to a candy bar. I, I did that. And I treated. I still got one left over. I'm probably going to enjoy later on between nuts. You know, I got my Three Musketeer bar. You know love- what? I think I'd extort my children about Halloween if I if I ever have them or I had them. Which is, tell you what, don't worry about a costume. Don't worry about going out. We'll go the next day on November first when all the candy is half off. At the that store, yeah, right. Yeah, and and, and and you can buy whatever candy you want and not have to worry about whether you got like the popcorn ball or some bullshit like that. Well, I, I like I like popcorn balls though. I thought pop I think popcorn balls are great any time. No, they're not. They're they're, they're oh. great. I think they're great. I okay. love popcorn balls. Yeah. Okay. I mean, what I don't like don't, is those. But you do I don't like, like popcorn. Weird, I don't like Jeff, those right? weird candy corns. Yeah. I'm not a candy corn guy. I don't know. I have less problem like... with candy. I have less problem. Okay, I don't want candy corn in in what I get from uh, from what I get from in my treat bag. But I got no problems with candy corn. I have no problem with it. I, I'm not one of those people where everybody's like, "Oh my god, candy corn." There are a lot of things that I would much rather not I, eat than candy corn. I, I am not viciously against candy corn. I just never liked candy corn. I was, uh, you know, It's right up there with, like, licorice, you know, like black licorice. And, right. See, that uh, would yeah, be my, I never right, liked right black, the, black never licorice. Black licorice is my number one with a bullet of hell and no. No. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, me three. My dad no. liked black licorice. Yeah, well, there's I, a lot of people... Oosh. There are more people than you think. Uh, yeah, like that yeah. I don't yeah, know. Not, not, not a fan. 
No, 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 not no. at all. I, mean, I could, I could do, I could do Twizzlers. You know, of oh yeah, the flavor. regular, the reg, the original strawberry Twizzlers. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. strawberry Twizzlers, and of course the later ones they had with the cherries, which are really good. Uh, they had chocolate out for a little while, which I was right. kind of big fan of. But yeah, but the, as far as like licorice, no, and that and black chiclets, you, you know the oh the, oh ooh, yikes, yeah, yeah, those are mm-hmm. those are pretty foul too. Uh, yeah. And uh, what what other foul things that we don't want in the trick or treat bag? I was never uh, a fan of nerds. No, that are that are that are uh, Mike and Ike's. Not a fan of Mike and Ike's. You um, know, I was never a fan of nerds. I wasn't big on sweet tarts. No, no, not um, a fan. Of- yeah, sweet tarts are okay for me. I like lemon heads. I like those. Nah. Eh. Yeah, I'm not thrilled on those either. Or butterscotch, whatever hard candies, like butterscotch candies, I like those. Oh, yeah, like, I'm not against like that. Bu- or lightsabers, like certain oh, flavors of lightsabers, but... Uh. Yes. Right, but if you're getting it, but if that's what they drop in my bag for Halloween, you and me got issues right off the bat, yeah. you know. <laughs> Uh, you know, there, be, there better be a lot of those that you're handing yeah, me before, like, those three you, ways, uh, man. Yeah, not just one. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> you know, forget, forget one. Let's talk about like five. There better be like five of those, you know, <laughs> to, 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 to justify that you're giving out that kind of candy. Cause... So I will hope everybody had a good Halloween. Hope everybody got some good clearance Halloween candy over the weekend after the Saturday. I went to the uh, Walgreens yesterday mm-hmm. to get some uh, to get some uh, water for my my CPAP tank, and I noticed mm-hmm. that oh, there was no Halloween candy to be had. I don't think they even put it out. Yeah, no, it was about a week and a half ago. I was at the one of my Walgreens, and they had with the rewards your your Walgreens rewards card or whatever. They had a mm-hmm. bag of candy. It was like buy one get one half off. I'm like, okay, I'll buy two. So maybe it all sold out. I, I assume the pump, the, the Reese's pumpkins were probably on sale and still are if you can find them. Because like now it's like, you don't, you know, OK, who really wants those? You know, the real trick is you can't wait too long because it's like, how long has this been here? Um, you right. know, you better hope it's you got to look at the expiration date. You better hope it's not from last year. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> but, but I but I've seen some that I've been I've walked into like like gas stations where it's like like December like mid December and they still have pumpkins and I'm like dude Halloween was like two months ago you still got these and this year was the Halloween trend of like skeleton animals and creatures like 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 even like like if there was like a small dog skeleton the dog skeleton would have ears which is like that is not scientifically possible, but that's why you know that way you know it's a dog. But then there were like other ones like spiders and scorpions. Like these creatures don't have ex- endoskeletons. Ugh. What's well, funny though, I, I saw a few pictures, and uh, one of my favorite ones, I guess I don't know what suburb it was in. They had a, a bunch of skeletons doing a conga line on their front lawn, which I thought uh-huh. was kind of yeah. I had one in my neighborhood that was pretty well decked out it was skeleton cowboy riding a skeleton horse like full sized it was huge mm. huge huge so anyway um so let's start with ivan ivan how was your week 
Yeah, it's just been quiet. Not not a lot going on. Just did a lot of virtual DJ things. Uh, hung out with Julie. Yeah. Uh, and um, let's see. Had a lot of good meals. Had a lot of good games of dominoes, which I got my ass kicked. Isn't there something when you teach somebody a game and then they become better than you? Ah, <laughs> uh, the student has surpassed the master. Oh, student has surpassed master. Pretty much, and. Um, yeah, she uh, the she, dark uh, side she has. Oh uh, yeah, and then of course you know between that and playing um, words with friends with you, which by the way I'm on friends with two friends friends with word number two, Mike. If you want to continue where we left off and stuff, so. Oh, I got to download yeah. the other one. All right. Yeah, I was having kicking your ass there. <laughs> yeah, no, you, 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 yeah, you grabbed me by the badong on you know a few games there too. I think I got metaphorically. Uh, I I think I think I, I think I won mm-hmm. one out of the four mm-hmm. that we played, <laughs> and I think and I think I won the one by default. I think I ran one like a couple of points. <laughs> you know? Do you play Jeff? What? Oh no! I've been playing. What have I been playing? I've been playing Thug Life off of Facebook for some strange reason. Um, that seems to grasp get got my grasp some of the Facebook games. But uh, I really should like kind of look into some more like the word games and stuff. I just feel like shooting things lately. <laughs> okay. Your inner thug is just looking for for a target practice, huh? Yeah, uh, it's funny. Somebody who was a friend of mine who's like, I don't think the word thug is some. And I'm like, okay, it's a game. Calm down. Obviously, yeah. at some point you played it. Because otherwise, I wouldn't be shooting at you and stealing your shit. Okay. <laughs> now, now, now you've now you've gotten to where it's like, oh, I'm above that. Well, at some point you weren't, because you did play at some point. <laughs> well, that's just like when I used to play uh, Grand Theft Auto, mm. and um, you know, and my nephew, you know, saw how ruthless I was playing that game. And she's like, you know what? You're my uncle, and you shouldn't be doing that kind of thing. I says, oh, what do you want me to do? Just take the car, go out for a drive in the country, and burn up the gas or something? What do you mean? No, you go ahead, you drive up to people's houses, you kick the doors in, you shoot up the house, you steal the shit, you draw the shit in, the, in another car, you steal that car, and then you take off with that car. And there you go. Not healthy, Ivan, not healthy. And, and, so, and people wonder how we... How, how they come up with ideas on how to like how to like ransack entire streets. Yeah, houses. how to do shit, right? You know, because because they were exposed to this element. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's like <laughs> this was well coordinated. Well, of course it was well coordinated. Anybody played D and D or Grand Theft Auto? Yeah. You know, hello. You know, you gotta you have know? your supplies ready. Yeah, you know. So you so, just you watch anything? Uh, you you said you went to Walgreens. That's exciting, but uh. Any oh, other, anything else, Ivan? No, like I said, just did uh, virtual DJing. I was on, uh, I was on uh, for Spinning Wheel, and then I was on for Logan Arcade on Sunday, and then Saturday. Like I said, we just played a lot of games, and you know, just kind of hung out in the house. Uh, we had a really nice meal, Julie and I, and um, and uh, that was pretty much it. Not, not like I said, not not much happening. Uh, um, you watch any Halloween movies? Anything to get you in the festive, spooky mood? Well, we were going to go ahead, you know, and I even announced it on Facebook. We were going to do Hocus Pocus 
after we got done with our really, really good meal, both of us kind of looked at each other and we were just kind of, okay, well, let's do some words with friends. And then we both headed off to the, the bedroom. And then by that time, we were so we were so full and stuffed out because also, you know, Julie made some chocolate cake. Really? You went to the bedroom and all you were, you were full and stuffed out. Got it. Yeah, we were full and stuffed out, full of food and stuffed out with cake. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Why are you looking for her intent here? Come on, Jeff. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the puto that I used to be, man. I kind of, kind of. Well, no, kinda, now you, you're the puto you used to be, just with cake. Well, yeah, I, I know. I mean, I had two delicious chocolate, light chocolate, you know, with frosting on top, chocolate cake, light and airy. Ah, no man. more, no more ghost pepper donuts for you. No, that I will never do again. <laughs> what was? Oh, how were your insides the day after that? How did you? Yeah, what was the let aftermath of that? Something. Let me tell you something. Okay, it, no, it was not nice going out as it went in. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of pain to endure. In fact, I even worked up something I didn't even want to get involved in. So, yeah, I paid a visit to the medicine cabinet after that ordeal. So, no, I ain't doing that again. Thank you. <laughs> okay. well, thank Duncan, was... not us. Yeah. yeah thank no, 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 no. I'm th- I'd say, okay, thank Duncan, but yeah. No. It, it, the you problem wait... is we didn't get it on video because that was the real problem well, anyway. Yeah. Well, we didn't think of it at the time. I mean, it was well, just I thought one... about it. I thought about it. Well, why, did like, you, why, did you, why did you say I would film it? And then, you know, but then see, it's, this is not a, a visual medium that we do, though. We you could know? have done that. Way. We could have done that as a live Facebook event. Well, yeah, that, that yeah, you know what? You're right. We could have next done time, that next time. We'll find something. Uh, yeah, no, next time it. we'll make Mike buy the ghost pepper donut. Let him do it. <laughs> we'll find something that isn't a ghost pepper donut. We'll find something like, you know, like we should have done stuff like that for like the chicken sandwich where we should have like got the Popeyes one where we should have like all got one at the same time and did something yeah. crazy like yeah, that. So you know, long ago when the. Chicken Sandwich Wars. That's what started this whole 2020 shit. Yeah, Chicken Sandwich Wars. Yeah, that's what started this <laughs> all. Um, yeah, so, weird, Jeff, how was, how was your week? Well, I'll skip to you first because my week was kind of weird. So, okay. You know. All right. Um, obviously watched episode one of season two of Mandalorian. And yeah. I'm not going to drop any spoilers here, but what, it was an hour long, which most of these are like 40 minutes uh, this one was like a full hour. It was good. They go well. They go back to Tatooine. I'm like, all right, but well, sure, why not? Well, yeah, it's like well, it's a big galaxy. But anyway, so as uh, from the events of season one, now the Mandalorian has been quested with finding the the people of the Baby Yoda. So he's going around the, the galaxy child. trying to find other Mandalorians to help him guide his way. Okay, so he's looking for more people Yodas. No, he's look yeah, he's, yeah, he's going to send Baby Yoda back to its people. Okay. But this was good. I liked it. It's good bit of action. I liked it. It's like it still, it still does play out like a Western. So, you know, I'm, I've been thinking about this. How how many seasons do you think we got, we're going to get, of this where it gets to the point where it's like, okay, I've seen enough of him questing around to find where the baby Yoda goes to a point of where it's like, okay, 
I'm kind of done with this. One season. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens this season. Because uh, I have a feeling it's it's not going to just be done in season two. I have a feeling this goes a, uh, at least another season or two. Unless, unless they unless they brought it and make it long and well. Lengthy. I mean, the only thing is, is that in fairness, there are only eight episodes a season. So there's that. That, that you know, it's not we're talking like the Netflix 13 or um, a full, a full, you know, regular network series season where you're talking 22, 23 well, episodes. episodes. Right. Right. So, I mean, in fairness, four seasons, four, if you did this for four seasons, you're really talking about 32 episodes. It's not, and, and considering how much pacing and how many, how much time is in between, maybe. I just think that if they're looking at this as a long, I, I, I'm just wondering if they're looking at this as a, okay, long we're going to go about four seasons, or are we looking at, do we I think we can go ten? You know, if you're going to go ten, I don't think you can do ten seasons. Or you can, or you, or we, we had one season of him just being on the run. With the with the child with the mm-hmm. the valuable asset, but of course he's still on the run from the remnants right. of the empire and Moff Gideon and the dark saber. Right. Well, our, our dad or they'll do the net. They'll do, they'll do the the cursed um the cursed Disney three. You know where they only do like three. You know, three three uh, seasons and then call it a day. That's what mm-hmm. they did with a lot of series. Well, well, the fact I that mean, this this episode was called Chapter Nine, so it's it's still like a playing it's it's episode one of season two, but they call it Chapter Nine, right? But it was good. Had um, the guy from I guess this is the guy from Deadwood. I don't know. I never watched Deadwood. Nope. Uh, but it was a good episode. Looking forward to the next one, and it's cool. I can watch so, them on Friday mornings before work. So it's eight because I'll be honest. I'm kind of like I'm tempted. So you See, I'm tempted. I'm tempted to get Disney Plus to watch them when they come out, but there's a part of me where I'm like, I'm like, See, I kind of laugh because I'm like, I could wait until they're done and like close to done in like December. Well, and then is it a month? It, yes, wait, wait another month, and then you can watch the end of season two as it airs. Right. Right. Well, the other thing I keep thinking is, is isn't WandaVision coming out in December too? Should be coming soon. I hope so. That's what I'm really isn't... looking forward to is WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldier. Right. Well, my, one of them, I know WandaVision is supposed to be coming out late, late in, I, I believe in December. So I'm kind of like, hmm, it's that part where it's like, can I save a few bucks by waiting to not be, I, I will say this. I'm not seeing the spoilers or the craziness out there about Mandalorian like I did when season one hit. Well, maybe they'll just run it because you say there's eight episodes, right? There's yeah. usually 26 episodes to a to a television season. If usually, but 20- this is not this is streaming television. It's different from broadcast. Right, television. right, yeah. But I'm saying okay, so eight. Would make a season. Sixteen would make two. Twenty-four would make three. Okay, so think they might wrap it up in three seasons. Oh. So that way, so that way they can 
cross the border if they wanted if they wanted to. I don't know, maybe, but I, like I said, the the because they're starting in October, they start late October, so really they're gonna be done somewhere what late December. Yeah. Yeah. Season two will be over by the end of the year. That's how it was. I, last I year. gotta. I gotta find uh I gotta find out when one division is happening. I think that's the real answer to my question, because I feel like I want. Well, and Souls coming out in December too, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, so I may wait till December. There's a part of me where I want to watch these right now, but I'm like, eh, I can wait. Yeah, but yesterday was the, yesterday was the Day of the Dead, so uh, I've been meaning to watch Coco. It's on Disney Plus. Mm. What a great movie. I heard it was a tearjerker. Yeah, I haven't seen that one either. Um, well, but yeah, believe, so, so uh, believe me, uh, not not going to drop any spoilers. But besides it being a visual sight for the eyes and the ears, it does it does have a really wicked plot twist. So I'm going to leave it there. Um, wow. What else, Mike? Uh, so so we, it was it's an hour episode. The first one. Yeah, season two, episode one is almost. I think it's a full hour. You're usually okay. a little shorter. Like yeah. I watched, I was, you know, I, I know people who rewatch season one. I just watched the first episode of the Thursday night prior before mm-hmm. I watched season two. And the first episode was still solid with the setup and him having yeah. to go to the planet and find the encampment and teaming up with the IG droid and finally mm-hmm. finding the, the child. Yep. I really liked IG 11. I, uh, he was cool. So, yeah. So, Mando, yep, season two. It's coming full started. So, and, uh, I've, like I said, I, I got, got my Mandalorian action figure. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when Mike, to, Mike, Mike has it with him every time when the show goes on. Yeah. He's like, little, yeah. little, 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 uh, Makoto buddy. Now, nah. mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, watch. Uh, went to the McHenry Drive-In Theater last night. I haven't yeah, been there. Yeah, I like, saw you were. I saw you saw that. Go, yeah, tell us about it. Well, it's been many years since I'd gone to the McHenry Outdoor because it's right here in town. You never go because you always can. Or when the Rona hit and when they reopened, it was like made like Chicago. They made like big news in the city, almost national news. When this is the only functioning drive-in theater in the area, so they got the yep. market cornered, and when they opened, there was line going yep. in. So anyway, we got there. Uh, my buddy picked me up right after work, and we got there about twenty after five. And he got pizza to go, so uh, mm. we we got we got in. They searched our trunk. It's like this is something they do now, For I guess. For what? For Stowaways. Well, yeah, I mean that's that, that's the only cool. that's the, that's the, I mean that used to be a thing. Yeah, stowing people in the trunk. If you had like six people, yeah, well, they asked know. us to pop the trunk and they had to look inside, and so we closed it right away, and that was it. Yeah. Wow. So it just, yeah, yeah, it's like have, that's. I remember years long ago, we used to go to the drive. Then uh, we used to hide uh, my one of my friends in the in the trunk of my friend's car. Yeah. So he got yeah. in for free. The trunk of the car. So then we got in, we got parked, and we ate our pizza and just listened to the music. It was on an FM station. So usually, like growing up, it was an AM station you'd listen to, but now it's FM, so it's in stereo. 
And they had like a little stage set up. We bought like the mid level, not not way in the back, but it was, um, I say in the back half uh, of the lot. Mm-hmm. And we were in a car. We weren't in a truck. So right. uh, got to see a, some of the stage. Um, but the two little white dots on the stage up front were the heads of J- uh, Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes. We got to see them on the screen, obviously, too. So, Oh, okay. Um, I was going to um, ask that. Yeah, I know we didn't rush the stage. It's cold out, man. So, yeah, we stayed in the car. We had to start it every now and then just to be sure that – um, we're yeah, we weren't cold, and then the windows weren't fogging up. But they talked for about an hour and twenty minutes uh, for the Jay and Silent Bob Get Old podcast, which was mm-hmm. a, a podcast that uh, Kevin started to help keep Jason sober. And Jason Muse has been sober for over ten and a half years now. Wow! So All good right. on him. Because he had some, you know, I remember what he said when uh, making a couple of his movies. Uh, he, he was talking about how he couldn't wait to go to the bathroom so he can go and do a line of coke. Wow. Well, that was smoochy boochies. That's right. Yeah, Jason, he was, yeah, he almost, but now he's a dad, so, and Kevin's kept him straight. And he has, that's the way of what the, this podcast is for. So, it was funny. They had, they had some good conversations talking about McHenry, Illinois. It's like, it's weird when you hear a celebrity say you're, like Nick Henry, Illinois. I guess it's like, this is uh, my hometown. And apparently he had family. They visited here once. And, but anyway, I want to get, I want to talk about all of what he was talking about, but that's the, his connection to command McHenry and why he had it in dogma. McHenry was in dogma. Yeah. They, that's, that's where, that's where the female protagonist met Jane silent Bob. Cause oh, is it? Oh, I missed that. Yeah, because uh, Jane, Silent Bob, were they saw all those John Hughes movies, uh-huh. so they thought they can go to to see where the John Hughes characters were and s- sell drugs to them, sell pot. That's not where the John Hughes. Oh, yeah, the John Hughes characters are down the, like near where I live. Mm-hmm. But okay. But they he uh, mentioned McHenry because he went there once as a kid. His he and his family, they, got they it. came to Chicago and then they they drove out to McHenry to to visit overnight with friends and that was it. So, but anyway, it was good. It was fun. It was cool. Like like I remember like Kevin Smith went to he's I think it was at the Rouse Center in Crystal Lake many years ago when he was doing his uh an evening with Kevin Smith a tour years ago. Yeah and. We never, we didn't go. And then, I said after Leonard Nimoy died, uh, Nimoy was at the Rouse Center, and me and Bill were like, "Eh, maybe we'll get tickets." And we didn't. And then Nimoy died, and we we're like, "Oh, we should have gone to that." So, so me and my friend were like, "Yeah, when's the next time they're ever going to come back to McHenry? Probably not." So it was fun. It was a good time, and they talked, like I said, about an hour and twenty minutes. That was fun. I had a good time. You know. So it was only an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That season's. Uh, how much were tickets? Uh, we had to split one because initially we thought uh, his wife wanted to go, but mm-hmm. it was just the two of us, so we had to split the ticket two ways. So it was like fifty bucks. Okay, that's not horrible. That's not, bad. No, not bad. And they had a merch booth that was like Bill's. Like ah, I saw, I see a tent over there. Maybe that's where they're staying. 
So he, he jumped out of the car to go look and see what the tent was. And it was their merch booth, like all T-shirts and stuff. Yeah. But nah, 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 we didn't. Either. So what do they talk about? I mean, do they just talk about themselves or do yeah, they talk about comic shit or do they talk about like shit no, we talk they about? they didn't talk much pop culture. I guess this is part of this Jane Silent Bob Get Old podcast is that they usually have where Jason would tell a funny story. Usually sexually related, like some mm-hmm. sexual adventure between him and his wife, and looks like Jeff. <laughs> and then they'd have like a, a like a miming session where they have members of the audience come up and mime like a, a, a goofy acts or whatever. But they didn't have that obviously in the age of COVID. So instead, they recited a scene from the sequel to mall rats that the script Kevin wrote that they're going to film next year. So we heard us, mm. we, they talked about a scene in, uh, what's it called? Twilight of the mall rats mm. where they're making a sequel to mall rats. I only seen mall rats in on cable and bits and pieces. I never saw the whole thing. Oh, I've seen the whole thing. I never saw chasing Amy. Uh, That's a good never film. Saw, never saw chasing Amy. No chasing and Amy's good. I like chasing Amy. Seen both clerks. And the Jay and Silent Bob strike back. Jay and Silent Bob get old. Uh, was it the Jay and Silent Bob reboot? Was last year? Was a Fathom event screen? I still haven't seen that yet. That was I okay. Still, I I keep forgetting I need to see that. It was okay. And Jason actually had some acting in it. It wasn't just him just doing all the you know snoochy boochies. But it was good. So I had a good time. I was glad I went. So so Jeff, so how was your Halloween week. Um, it was interesting. So, um, so, so, so to follow up, yes, it was indeed three days of plain oatmeal with nothing but oatmeal. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. A plain oatmeal. In oh fairness, God. in fairness, the samples on the last day were actually much better than any of the other days. And I swear, I was just like, okay, these are actually decent samples. This must be the real shit. Um, so I'm like, literally, I'm like, like, is it sweet? No. Is it salty? No. It tastes like shit. What it's like, eh, chewy and uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I swear, I was just like, it was like, you're going to have me taste other flavors, right? Nope. Things we do for money. Um, I wish I got to eat for money. I love Um, eating for money. That that can be arranged. Um, Then it was funny. So I went to go vote Thursday. And um, so my signature has changed quite a bit. And the reason my signature has changed quite a bit, and all you guys, both of you guys will get a kick out of this, is because, you know, after a decade of signing transmitter logs, you can take a while and guess what my signature looks like. <laughs> okay. I have friends of mine who are like, that's a signature? I'm like, you don't understand. <laughs> I used to sign, tra- I used to have to sign transmitter logs all the time. It's like, I don't give a shit. I remember <laughs> I had to initial them. I don't think I had to, s- I don't remember signing them. I don't oh, know. I, I, yeah, no. I, I initialed them. The yeah. We, initial. yeah, we falsified all of them anyway. It don't matter. Well, yeah. Well, I might have been the only one who actually <laughs> took transmitter logs. Well, I, I know think, I did. I, oh, I, are you kidding, man? Uh, the, the leaf logs 
we're so far behind and then to sit there and just come up with any old damn numbers and shit and nobody cared it was just like one of those types of well yeah you cared but nobody cared until nobody cared until that plane until that plane hit the tower and it was like i don't know what could have happened with the tower lights i have no idea (laughs) that and of course when i crashed my car into the back of the Radio stations, and I knocked on the monitor antenna. <laughs> ah, that's uh, good job there. But hey, yeah, so, so so yeah, so I so I go to sign in, and they're like, "Well, your signature is very very different." And I said, and it was funny. So the guy says to me, "He goes, well, your signature is very very different than when you started voting oh, from, from your voter registration line." Yeah, for my voter okay. registration, and and the reason I'm telling the story is where we're going next, which is. It's very, very different from when you started voting in 1975. What? <laughs> um, and I'm like, I'm like, I kind of looked at him. I'm like, I was. Three in 1975. Oh, he looks at me. And he's like, Yes, yes, you are three. He's like, he's like, but it says 1975, and I'm like, and I, it was funny no. without even, without even, a, without even a waiting a, a beat or a breath. My next words out of my mouth is, "Well, you know, we do live in Chicago." <laughs> um, so he shows me, he shows me the the signature thing, and it does look like 75. And what happened is, is they must have cut off the rest of the part where I make it a nine. Okay, so it looks like seventy five instead of ninety five. So oh, I'm like no. laughing my I'm laughing but I'm laughing my butt off because I'm like I'm like you know, I must have been a very advanced three year old that I've been voting for that long. But okay, sure. <laughs> um so yeah, I that was amusing. I, I uh like I said, otherwise I wasn't gonna talk about it. the other thing that was amusing was like Oh, we have a place for selfies. I'm like, that's just stupid. Who's going to take selfies? So as I'm done, like, oh, take another selfie. Five seconds later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, after I got done voting, I'm like, oh, I should take another selfie. Ah, oh, what the hell? Why not? Take another one. Hey, Election good. selfie. Election selfie. I have totally getting a selfie. Uh, which Instagram filter should I use? Oh, my, oh God. my gosh. Oh, gosh. I, I voted selfie. <laughs> Okay. But they had a whole thing like sitting behind you where you could say I voted, and so it was really funny. I was just like, ah, screw it, I'll do it. What the hell? The next thing I get, I'm like doing all kinds of stupid things. I'm like, I am so sold out. Well, I, I, I am uh, sold out. Well, I just went ahead and I, I, I got, I did the uh, the mail mail in ballot, mm. and they they gave me the sticker in the ballot. I was just like, mm. oh, okay, you don't have to travel out with this. I had so many filthy ideas as to where I was put that sticker, but then I said. Man, I put them on my COVID masks. Yeah, I see a lot of that. People come in the store with the I voted sticker on their masks. I see that. Well, I, I my mom had hers too, and she decided not to do it. So I put one on both sides. So now I have my I voted COVID mask. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was so. gonna, I was, yeah, I was gonna, like I said, I had, I had like half a dozen really terrible, you know, filthy ideas to for that sticker. But I was just like, nah, that's okay. <laughs> Yeah, man, I'm gonna yeah, put it on my taint. Yeah, hey, but I voted. I voted though. <laughs> September twenty eighth, I voted and was counted uh, October fifth. I was like, yeah. 
Good deal. Well, like I said, I like I said, I I, only, I didn't want to talk about politics because we can deal with that later. Yeah, uh, we're just happy well, it, by the time this airs, we'll be done and. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that. Well, if there's anything, we'll talk about, about it next, next week, week when. when uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The reason I brought up that story is because it's like, so apparently I've been voting since I was three. Who knew? What? I certainly didn't. Oh, my gosh. You mean to tell me that you were three and 75? I was 14 going on 15 and 75? Yeah, I voted for Carter. Yay. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're fucking old over here. Yeah. No, I just was laughing because I'm like, Someone was like, well, they do say that people vote dead. I'm like, we're not talking about dead. We're talking about three. Three. Three years old. <laughs> I mean, could you Google imagine? Could you, it'd be like, it'd be like One, that two, scene. It'd, it'd be like worse than that scene in, in, in Clerks where the 10-year-old comes in and buys the pack of cigarettes. It'd be like, I'd be walking up going, excuse me, sir, can I have my ballot? And then like, walk in and walk right back. Little Jeff saying, oh, boy, I get to vote. Did like you know that you Like mommy and daddy. It used to be a thing when I was growing well, up. Though. My favorite when is, I, is I think back in the day when we were kids, they had the little punch thing where you punched everything. So I didn't see me. Oh, yeah, the punch card. Yay, punch this, punch this, punch this, punch this. <laughs> I vote for everybody. <laughs> yeah, I voted for everything. <laughs> I, I remember. Son, I remember you going... just voted for the Communist Party. But I punched everything. I punched everything, though. <laughs> it's like bubble wrap. You just got to pop yeah, them off. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Um, so, we uh, guess, well, uh, I guess we can get into news. Well, no, I, oh, so anyway. Oh, anything um, else? What else sorry. you got, Jeff? What else I got? What else you got? What else you got? What else I got? So I found out I do get HBO Max as part of my wireless. Mm. So I'm now getting that. So I watched. Um, so do you put that, it on your TV or is it on your, like, your mobile device or? I can watch it on my TV as well as my mobile and all that stuff. So now I'm getting that for free. So at some point I'm going to take a look and see if there's stuff that I've been missing that I haven't picked up or whatnot um, or what I need to. And apparently that gets me access to their originals and HBO stuff too. Um, But I watched the, um, I watched the West wing revival thing that they did on HBO max. The one that, um, they did for Get Out the Vote. Where they Was that a rehashed. special or like a mini Yeah. Series? Okay. No, they brought them all back. Well, obviously, everybody but John Spencer because he's dead. Um, but um, well, that would have been really something. Uh, but um, they, oh, brought every, they, they brought back everybody to do the, one of the episodes called Hartsfield Landing. And they pretty much brought back all of the original cast to do the episode. The only person, obviously, they couldn't bring back is John Spencer. And no. they had Sterling K. Brown do it. So, um, and play Leo instead, which... So you was second Jaren. Well, yeah, well, not even really. I mean, this is just really basically a redo of this episode, and they kind of did this. Okay. And they, brought, they brought them all back. It's just like a... It's like an hour episode. It's not even an hour when they, you know, with no commercials. And, I mean, there were a couple people that were in there about making sure you vote and all that stuff. By that point, I'd already voted. But, you know, the only thing I'll say to it was... It's nice to see them all back. It's nice to see some of this stuff. And really, it just reminds me that um, it reminds me that I think we all need to demand that Aaron Sorkin not be writing only movies from now on. And he needs to write episodic TV. I think it needs to be like put in a law 
Um, cause, cause seriously, it's like, I, I, th- th- this is, th- th- we, we need something like that. And I know he just did, um, the Chicago seven that's on Netflix and I'll get around to that at some point, but I you know, and now he's kind of on to movies, but I kind of miss, you know, I'd like to see some new content from him that isn't a movie. I'd like to see some new content from him. That's like a series, like he, like he did with, with Sports Night and West Wing and Newsroom for HBO. Um, those are some really great, that's some really great television. And it's unfortunate that we're not, you know, that right now we're just waiting until he puts out, a, you know, when he, when it's time he's going to put out another movie. And it's like, I get it. There's more money in movies. Um, but at the same time, there's a part of me where I'm like, man, it'd be nice to, or, or I guess the real question is, Where's the next Aaron Sorkin? Because seriously, I mean, there's some great stuff out there, but I don't see anybody who does what Aaron Sorkin does that's out there at the moment. You know? And I don't know if you guys watch Sorkin a lot or not, but, you no. know. Right, there, exactly. So, um, for those who are listening who haven't, Sports Night is a high recommend, by the way, um, as, a, as, a, as what to watch. It's like only two episodes two seasons and it's um, some of the people that are on there from, from when they, he did that show, you'd be like surprised to see like some of the people that were in there. Like um, uh, Peter Krause is in there. Um, the guy who played Benson is in there. Uh, Felicity Benson Hoff- from the old uh, TV series. Yep. Wow. Uh, Robert, Robert Guillaume is yeah. Robert Guillaume plays like the jet list station manager or something like that, or, or owner or something like that. Um, Felicity Hoffman, uh, you know, Josh Molina, you, you, you know, you look at some of the people who are in the casting at this point. The only thing that was creepy about watching it later on is, is because at the time when they filmed it, um, they, um, it was still when, before nine 11 happened. So there are a lot of, when they go into scenes from, from commercial where, it's like showing a picture of like the tower, the other like twin towers, yeah, the twin towers, and so it is kind of freaky, um, a little bit. That Remember way, when they but... right after nine eleven when they pulled the critic, which is that uh, John Lovitz animated mm-hmm. series, because the end right at the end of the opening credits was the the New York skyline, so they took it off. Well, and, and there was a, there was a. I can't remember which Spider Man it was where they had to pull something. Yeah, because... it was Spider Man one the. The, just after the the first X Men movie came out, they made a teaser trailer yeah. for Spider Man One, and it was a uh, bad guys get caught their helicopter, their escape helicopter gets caught in a web between the twin towers. I remember that right, distinctly. right, yeah. There was also there was also a, a Nickelodeon animated cartoon that never made it past production because it had a uh, a scene where the uh, the, the crap that the uh, the craft that these people were in was going in between the twin towers, and uh, it was it was before um, it was before the last Airbender uh, series came out. Uh, it was around that same time when America started getting involved in doing anime here, mm-hmm. and and uh, it would have been it would have been a great series had it seen the light of day, but because that scene was in it, what was the name uh, of this series? I, I, you know, I can't think of the name off the bat, but oh, okay. it's out there. It's out there, though. It's out there, though. I, 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 met, I remember reading about it, and I remember seeing 
an actual rush of it. And uh, yeah, I actually saw the scene that they finally said, no, nah, I don't think this is a good idea now. And and then they just never greenlit it and it just got lost. It was it just dropped out of sight. It was just like it was just like the uh, just like many, you know, like many animated pro- projects that never come to fruition. And, you know, different companies fruition, had, Ivan fruition, yeah. uh, fruition, fruition. OK, OK fruition um and uh it, it comes down to that whole thing where yeah they got the idea there was supposed to be a a follow-up uh cartoon to the yellow submarine that was like two-thirds of the way finished and then i guess through some kind of through some kind of snafu on uh on production or snafu through finances Never saw the light of day. Somebody remembered the project. They went back to see if they could rescue the project. And the project, the only thing left of it was just a bunch of uh, bunch of uh, drawings, a bunch of stills. That was well, it. Right. There. I mean, there's always been stuff like that that you hear stories about. Like, And, and it's interesting because you hear stories about that where there's things – and there, there's stories we hear, but there's stuff where if you are – you know, if you're in the Hollywood world that you've heard about – pilots that got made that never saw the light of day with people that you'd be like shocked that that exists. Um, There are others where people are very much aware. Like um, David Lynch was supposed to do a wonder woman series for NBC and a pilot did get shot, but it never got greenlit. That's right. um, It was the chick who's the, she's on the Orville with Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. Yeah. Right. She was wonder woman. I remember. Right, right, and 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 that was you know that was that was, but that Isn't that's it? out there that you can be found. Just like you know, there was an Aquaman, um, there was an Aquaman um, uh, pilot from based off of the um, off of Smallville, from the Smallville that they had spun off that they were doing an Aquaman. They were going to do an Aquaman series, and there's a pilot out there. But it never went past pilot. But that film. people were watching for a while. So I mean that stuff. Yeah, I mean I seem to remember there was a Plastic Man that a cartoon that I found in in the two thousands. Oh, I re- okay. There, I remember the one in the eighties, the Plastic Man cartoon from the eighties. Right. No, this was different. I found this on YouTube one night. It was like a Plastic Man cartoon. It was like apparently they were re- trying. They were going to revive him in the in the two thousands, and I found. Like this pilot, and it was great. I don't know what happened or why, but yeah. There's, so there was, a, there was a show on channel. There was a show on CBS. It was called. It was. It was like a two-hour show. It was called the pilot. It was called the show that never was, or the pilot that never was, and it featured a whole bunch of television pilots that never saw the light of day. And one that interested me was all right. Uh, was they had uh, they had. Uh, uh, Bella Lugosi and um, and, uh, uh, and Vincent Price as police as police detectives together in a series back in like the early 1960s and never saw the light of day. Uh, they they did the they did the uh, the Jerry Van Dyke uh, pilot for My Mother the Car, which was that was an abysmal failure. Sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. There was um, 
Let me see what else was there. Uh, like, yeah, you know, characters that you would have never otherwise seen them, other than they, what the, the 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 thing that they were known for. They were trying to cast in television, you know, back in the day, and they had like twenty different pilots. I mean, they ranged from uh, to the to the heinous to the laugh out loud terrible. You know, it's just like, and then it's just like wow. And there were several. There were several ones. In fact, uh, when uh, when Christopher Reeve, uh, you know, the original Superman. Oh, well, actually, uh, George, you know, the first George, actually George, the George. first Superman was not Christopher Reeve. It was early ones from the black and white television show. George Reeves, sorry. Okay, but I know that after George Reeves, which of course that's a movie in of itself called you know Hollywood. Yeah, that was a uh, Ben Affleck played uh, George right. Reeves. Yeah. Yeah, so but they they were going to spend they were going to continue the series with another actor, but again that pilot was shot and then it didn't see the light of day either, and uh, there was then there was a, a spinoff of the Lucy show, which you know Lucy. I remember it was in color. Yeah, yeah, it was there was a yeah here's Lucy was it was called yeah and it, it ran for I think it ran for a single season yeah uh, I remember but, Auto Man. It was like when after Tron came out, it was like a oh yeah, I remember that show. Man, I remember Auto Man. Desi Arnaz Jr. was the Junior. lead, and then Auto Man was his like a computer generated sidekick. Was he really the oh, god? And <laughs> it only made it like six episodes. And I'm like, oh man, they don't need to make any more. I was like, I was so excited. I love the show, and then like they canceled it. Like, well, know. it was just like what happened to Paul Rodriguez. Remember, uh, there was AKA Pablo. But Paul Rodriguez, it was supposed to be like, you know, I think it suffered from it being too far ahead of its time, you know, before Fluffy and before all the rest of these guys, Hispanic comics were doing, I guess they, uh, it was in light of what happened to uh, Freddie Prinze. And then, of course, here's AKA Pablo. And uh, it didn't fly. I think it went like three episodes and then they dropped it. Another show <laughs> I loved was Chico and the Man. Like well, growing up, I like. I think they might might have tried to either continue it or where they made a sequel, or a spinoff or something, and that never took off. Yeah, what happened was was after Freddie Prince, you know, committed suicide, they tried to feature more of the old man, and I guess they had another person kind of come into the old man's life to try yeah. to focus Fill that on. void or take or so replace became, that dynamic. Became, right, which, so it became the other Chico in the man. You know, it just became that type of a thing. Is so, that a fart? Ivan, did you fart? What? Did you fart? Did I Did I do what? Never mind. Continue. Thank you. Whoever smelt it, dealt it. I don't know. Uh, I'll tell you what's interesting, though. Um, you know, when they revived Roseanne and then it became the Connors. Yeah, after Roseanne <laughs> got kicked off, yeah. After Gro- but, but here's the thing. It's interesting because The Connors has actually been a solid show. So it's kind of interesting to see how that worked out that way. But but to, to get back to my week, because we do get to Mike, um, which is um, – so, yeah, so I saw the West Wing thing, and it was it was all right. Like I said, if anything, it just made me long for that. Um, uh, I finished The Boys, um, and um, – What would you think? And, Man, is it, it's good. It's it's good for all the reasons you will hate it. 
Um, or if, if you want straight super stuff, this is not where you're going. And this is not your kid's superhero show. Yeah, this is like Hancock uh, uh, times three. No, right? no, this is like, this is, this is Deadpool and past Deadpool. I mean, it really is. I mean, you know, that, that's where I would put this at. Is there stuff in there that you won't even see it that, you know, would be in a Deadpool movie or worse. Um, but there's some interesting themes and some interesting directions with what they do. And they, they talk about a certain, they talk about certain things that I at least sit there and it, it's kind of fun. You know, it's, it's different. It's unique. I will say this, the guy, it, it's, it'd be easy to sit there and talk about, you know, the main characters who we think are heroic, so to speak, about which ones you like and which ones you don't. Um, but I'll be honest, I have an affinity for the guy who... I have affinity. I have an affinity for Homelander, which is kind of like their Superman kind of guy. Yeah. Um, and he's like the anti-Superman, pretty much. Oh, he is so... This guy... Oh, my God. Yeah. He... He is so mentally screwed up. Um, that was like... <laughs> no, I mean really <laughs> mentally screwed up. I mean like, you know, imagine if they basically if imagine if they basically they raised Superman and they raised him in you know, in like a sterile environment kind of thing. Well no, they you know, they basically raised him in a sterile environment, uh, a science lab rather than a nurturing environment. So as a result you know, you know, you have There's no regard who, for social norms and human decency pretty much right well and there's things where he just doesn't have a regard for certain aspects i mean he wants to be loved but at the same time there are certain things where it's like it's like dude what are you doing he's not capable of that love well he he wants more he he needs that to sustain himself and but at the same time there's things where he does things where literally like i i know neither one of you are going to watch this but i mean there's literally i think i talked about this where literally it's like okay um you screwed up and you basically made it so the plane can't land so the reaction is well i can't fucking fix it i'm out of here yeah so he's got no he's got no he's got no conscience to this whole thing well and then sat there and said well you know if we had had heroes then this wouldn't be the problem right <laughs> uh well, we did the last scene heroes. i mean the last scene of the entire show speaks volumes and everything and i don't want to give too much season away, two but, finale yeah well i shouldn't say the last scene the second to last scene speaks volumes um there is a good cliffhanger i thought it was interesting i'm looking forward to season three um it's well put together it's well produced it just it definitely makes you think um i think it's interesting because as much as people sit there and say there's an, I guess there's another character that's more Captain America y in the comic that they're bringing in. But to me, I think it's interesting because I kind of think Homelander in some ways is Captain America y. And I felt like some of the storyline of where they've gone with this is very. has some, 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 you know, super serum and that kind of thing. And, you know, I almost, you know, I, you know, kind of along the lines of. You know, what if the Germans had had the super serum and, 
you know, about, you know, what happens if it fall rather than it falls into America, it fall fell into the hands of, um, you know, cor- America, corporate America, if you know what I mean. So did you like season um, two better than the one? Well, I, I kind of watched them both together. So, okay. you know, for the most part, that's I, one I, entity, I enjoy- though. that's one entity. And yeah, I enjoyed it. Like I said, it's, there's a lot of interesting stuff. It's really good. Um, it's definitely worth watching, but if you're expecting MCU or or Arrow yeah, same, or the Arrowverse yeah. or that kind of stuff, you're not going to find that here. Um, At you all know, in there, you know, you're not going to find that there. You're, you know, you might see a boob here or there, and characters definitely have sex in this. Um, and there's quite a few things that you're, you know, where it's like you you get the idea, but yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of like, like the uh, unfortunate consequences of uh, superpowers from people with less moral ambiguity. Yeah, you know, the best way it. to put it. Well, the best way to put it is: imagine if people today in today's world had superpowers. Yeah. Yikes! That's yeah. all I'm going to say about right. it is yikes. Uh, yeah. The only other thing I can say is: so I watched because CBS has got. Um, Regular CBS has got Discovery season one. Oh yeah, I haven't watched. So, uh, I've got episode two of season three of Discovery. I haven't watched it yet. It's here. So, so I watched episode five of season one. Mm-hmm. I was, um, I was a little bit, and I was a little. I was, I was kind of impressed. Uh, it was a little better than I thought it was. So I'll. You know, I'm taping them. I'll kind of see where season one goes. Maybe at some point I'll pop in and go watch season two and see it because I, I got to be honest. I kind of jump. I, I felt like the animal that takes you across the galaxy for your spore drive thing. Yeah, the tardigrade. Episode yeah. four, mm-hmm. The tardigrade after episode four. I was literally like, okay, you've jumped the shark for me. I'm kind of done here. This this feels like, oh, good. Here's our Wesley or our data. The irony is they get rid of it after the, in the next episode, which if I had realized that I might've kept going, but literally I was like, no, I think I'm done here. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. Oh, I did watch. This is the season premiere for this is us. Well done. Um, I know there's some people who are not thrilled that there was a lot of COVID in it. And there was yeah, a lot about how they the George... write into the show. That's what I heard about the show. Right. And then the other during... thing is yeah. right. And then the other thing that people were not thrilled about was, you know, some of the George Floyd stuff was in there and, and I didn't have a problem with it. I can see why certain people are like, we just want our show, but it's like, look, you know, if you're going to have a show about everyday people in their lives and their stories, well, I don't know it. how you, yeah, how are you going to write around that? I yeah, mean, and I think right. it's a, I think it's a good idea because no other show seems to be doing this. Is there whether taking place during 2020? I think we need well, this kind of timestamp uh, where we can go back 30 years and no, say, look what they're I, doing in 2020. But and honest, I, I also, 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 it's a matter of escapism for much of entertainment, and because I mean, isn't that what television was? created for it to be entertaining a, a form of escapism yeah. just like motion pictures right, are a form I think of that's escapism what people are complaining about it's I not think that's what people are complaining about they look at the same shit we are <laughs> yeah exactly, right, exactly. And, and, and yeah, being and reminded 
yeah. of that, uh, you know, in your television show. It's kind of like, great. I see this shit in the newspaper, and I see this shit online, and I see this shit everywhere I go. Why do I have to go turn on a television show and see what? The same shit. And I got to be you honest know? with you. I think we're going to see, like, for example, I've seen, like, <laughs> while we're recording this, uh, the new epi- the first new episode of the of the Good Doctor is landing this week, and uh, they're talking. That, 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 I think that's tonight. Right. Well, that's what I mean. And the, well, yeah. I was trying, Ivan. I was oh, trying to say this because we don't have a show until Wednesday. Oh, um, but okay. you know, the part where it's landing this week, and that yeah, they're dealing with it too. And I think I saw stuff where whatever's coming up with Grey's Anatomy, I, I have a feeling that a lot of shows have decided that they're going to bring this into part of their their world. And I think it's going to be interesting because I think there's going to be a lot of people who are not going to be happy with that. But I think that, well, yeah, I, I mean, think it, I, I, mean I, I feel it's necessary because Mike does have a point that certain things within this year should be addressed in entertainment in in a way but it has to be done in a way where you're going to get it where it's going to drive the point home and not turn the set off now, see there's, there's almost the like in the like, same like way example. like shows in the 70s we'd be like uh, the, the kid was like what is he doing he's like he's dialing a rotary telephone and like what and it's the same way 30 years from now it was like why is everyone wearing a mask well it's because COVID-19 was happening in 2020 like what's right. COVID nineteen? Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. You just you 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 want it as kind of a subtle reminder through the entertainment world that yeah, this actually happened. Yeah, this was a real thing. Yeah, this was something we all I lived. Yeah, you know, it's interesting you say subtle. I think it's going to be interesting to see if whether or not this is going to be something that's subtle, or are we in? a period of time that is very much like this. And I don't want to say it's exactly like the sixties, but there are some mirroring circumstances of which where we're at right now, where there's a lot of stuff going on that, you know, it does seem kind of like a sixties kind of look kind of world right now where things are what with everything that's going on. You're right. You're right about that. You're right about that, uh, Jeff, because all right, growing up, yeah, okay, growing up in the 60s and watching I wouldn't know anything about that. Yeah, uh, neither would I, but that's why I mean. Uh, well, that's let, why we let have me, let, let me put a perspective <laughs> on this. And you're right, John. And you're right. They're, they're, you know, to put this in perspective, yeah. Because a lot of what's happening now it hasn't changed since the 60s. And the fact that things from the 60s are still relatable almost 50 plus years later just kind of gets you to think about these things a little bit. Cause I, I came up, I mean, I watched the, the democratic national convention in Chicago on television. Mm-hmm. I watched the Vietnam war when guys are sitting out there in the fields, trying to report the Vietnam war with bullets flying over their heads. Yep. Okay. I, I, I you know, back when, when people reported the news, there was no bias in the news, they just gave you the news and then it was up to you to make up your own mind as what you thought the news was. You know, and the fact that they were bold, these bold images and this bold film, which, you know, and it, when they went out into the fields, it was filmed, there was no videotape. 
out in the fields, you know, but all this footage uh, from helicopters going into Da Nang and to Viet, you know, Viet, you know, the Vietnam and you know the, the you know watching, you know the Viet Cong, you know, running in the street and some guy. Right, but we're up. talking about what well, we're. Or, I mean, I'm talking about you know protest marches well, all over the yeah, all over yeah, America exactly. and whatnot. Well, yeah, war and whatnot. yeah, yeah, but, but you know, I mean, let's let's put this in perspective. You know, I'm not somebody who watches those Chicago shows on on NBC that Dick Wolf does, but you do an no. entire set of shows: this Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, Chicago uh, Chicago Med, and how are you planning on doing a show? Where Knowing you may not, is- where you you better be tackling some of the things that went on in this city this past this in the last this six, past seven year. months. You know right. where 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 you know there were there were major riots here in town and and, and there were you know major we're talking death. about you know you got you're talking about bridges up and all that kind of stuff. You know, yeah, uh, stores getting looted. You know, uh, broken into, cars getting turned over, things being set on fire. Right. I, mean, we, I remember we were watching. We, you know, we were all sitting there watching that one. Like there was there out out south there were, there was a one shopping mall where literally there were a hundred cars in there and they're pretty much looting the place like crazy. I mean, guys strapping a mattress to the top of the to the top of the car. It, it, it literally like like. You know, whatever. And the the thing about it is, is, okay, when you when you when you look at that and a lot of people say, well, you know what? That's only one person's angle of what they thought they saw or that's one person's scene on what they thought they saw once they get into the news and blah, 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 blah. But but I'm not talking about the news. We're talking about, you know, I'm talking about real life. But I'm saying about people when they film these things. And you know you get you get the people out there to say, oh yeah, well that's just only one person's uh, phone video of what happened. Okay, this is what happened over here, or that's what happened over there. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, but if, like it says, and as far as the Dick Wolf triad of of, of movies, uh, I mean, of series and everything, you know, I'll be honest with you, I've not really put much I've really not put much time into any of those three nope. because because no I, I I really don't put much time into any of those three because being from Chicago and then here you got Dick Wolf's writing assignment on what he feels Chicago is and I hate to say it but I kind of disagree with a lot of it well I don't know I, I gotta be honest with you I just really haven't watched it because it just hasn't there's other stuff I've been watching, but the only reason I even bring it up is, you know, like I said, it's going to be interesting to see what this looks like. But the point being, yeah, I thought This Is Us was, again, my my biggest headache that I have with This Is Us at this point is it's good storytelling. It's really well acted. And I get a lot of the things that they do, but man, man, oh man, does it seem like Sometimes it's like the same mechanics over and over again. And I get that they work and this is what the story the is. Pulling at the heartstrings. Well, not only that, but like, for example, it's like, okay, so we're going to tell this story from three points of view. Cause there's the three kids. So now we're going to show this from the three ways and then we're going to move forward. And I get it. But at the same time, it's like, sometimes it's like, 
How many times you know, are you going to go back to that first point and then? Well, it's not so much just that. The, the gimmicky style of the of the storytelling, right? Or like, for example, like you know, there's an iron, and why are we looking at this iron that somebody has that somebody else? And it plays back to some important moment from back in the day, and or something like that. And I just feel like there's too many of those things like that those, they like, do. Too many. It's, you think it's just too much detail orient. Just you know, let's let's get to the story. Let's get to the point. Uh, the minor I, I think details that's, don't need to be played in. Don't they don't aren't relevant to what the overall story entails. Well, they, again, it's well done and it's intricately done. So the thing is, is that I can't complain on that aspect. I just but see, feel you like it yourself, intricately, the intricacy right. of it tend to be a little monotonous. Right, exactly. It just feels like sometimes there are instances, for my take, where it just takes a little longer than I think it should to continue to move forward. And, and, okay, and, and in some ways... Not as, the pacing is not as fast as maybe it could be or should be. Right, and, and I think that it's, it, it's not a fast-paced show to begin with anyway. But it, it could be. It just slows it down even more. Right. Yeah, and that's. And I think part of it is, is, you know, again, this was a two hour episode. So, you know, that might be part of it. But anyway, so, Mike, huh? I, I know you said Mandalorian. You said, what? Or where are we at? Where? Oh, we, I'm sorry. I think we're at news, aren't we? Is that where we're at? Um, also, yeah, I was going to have a game night, but. Uh, uh... An unexpected injury had to, we had to cancel. Um, a game night injury? What? No, no, Somebody it wasn't. It didn't happen. <laughs> Nobody stepped on a D four. Now, uh, uh, one of the, my game nights, um, where their, his wife slipped and fell at home, so okay. he, had, he had to leave unexpectedly. She's okay, but uh, it was a little scary there when she we got the phone call and we're like, okay, yeah, we'll pack up, you go. So. But oh well, so yeah, no game night this week. So, um, before we get, I don't know, whatever. Like I Ivan was uh, uh, pulling back. Uh, read the okay. The cats Got are moping it. at. Me. The cats are what? The cats are moping at me. They're hungry. Okay. Well, the cats are hungry. Um. Uh, so yeah, before we get into the Sean Connery stuff, uh, I guess. HBO Max is um, HBO Max is going to do a revival of Tiny Toons, uh, and they're calling what? it Tiny Toons. They're calling it Tiny Toons Luniversity, and yeah, I guess it'll be not only HBO Max; it'll be on Cartoon Network as well. And uh, like, apparently, so. I like the fact that Steven Spielberg kind of put his foot down and said, "You guys going to do this," but. I want it to look like the old show. Well, yeah, I would assume so. But that's, you know, I mean, look, the the the, the Animaniac stuff looks like the old looks like the old show too. So yeah, exactly. I mean, but that was because Spielberg kind of put that in his wherewithal to say, yeah, you guys are going to do this shit. It's fine. I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want. I don't want to redesign. I don't want anything improved upon it. If you're going to do the product, I want the product as stated the way I created it. Well, I, I just think it's kind of funny because, you know, 
if if I had been this this goes back to the only, you know, the only drawback just, I had are, with that, I'm sorry. The only drawback I had with this though with the Animaniacs and uh, the fact that they did not return to many of the background characters. There's just a whole new set of characters. They didn't bring back Slappy Squirrel. They didn't bring back uh, Elvira. They didn't not Elvira. Um, Minerva. They didn't bring back the the three uh, the three uh, um, pigeons. They didn't bring back a lot of them, you know. So right. Well, but but here's the thing. I mean, I'm not. I think we'll see where this goes because it's 13 episodes. We'll see where this goes and how that works, and we'll see if. If that continue, if that makes it, you know, if any of them make cameos, if any of them, yeah, they might you know, be or, or if they add a, the right, old, uh... or they might add in, you know, they might, they might, you know, who knows? Maybe that's what season two looks like. We'll see. Um, to me, the interesting thing is this all. Go, to me, it's funny because it's like if this just shows you that Warner. You know, everything that's been going on with Warners is just weird because they did DC Universe and then not far after DC Universe, they announced that they were going to do this. And how was it in the beginning at DC Universe, not DC Universe, of, of this HBO Max, that at no point did they not think, OK, we need to be a destination spot for kids to watch cartoon content. Because really, in reality, that's what's going to bring kids. And with some of the things that they have options for to HBO Max, you'd think that they'd be developing all kinds of cartoon content. You know, from anything from, you know, the Flintstones to Scooby-Doo to... to, to all the Hanna-Barbera catalog, yeah, the Boomerang shit. You know, Dexter's Laboratory, um, Foster's Imaginary Friends. You name it. I mean, they've got such a huge catalog. And I think some of the reaction is, well, why do we need to build new stuff? But the truth is, you do need to have some new stuff. So it, it will be helpful to have new Tiny Toons. And really, in reality, you know, obviously the Animaniacs deal was done way beforehand with Hulu. But I know there were new Looney Tunes that were made. And really, I would just think that they need to be kind of churning some of these different shows out on a more regular basis because. This is what between that and the fact that, you know, you do have access to Sesame Street and that's on that. That's on your 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 streamer. I mean, to me, those are. You know, I don't know. I mean, there's two ways to look at it, which is either you're going to do stuff for adults or you're going to bring the kids in. And that Disney went the other direction. Disney went more towards, OK, what can we do to get the kids um, so the parents will just buy it anyway? Um but I don't know that, what HBO. I don't know what HBO Max's plan is. I mean, I think that's how Disney always has been working that whole angle, where they make it where it's accessible, where the kids and even the when the adults are getting involved in it, you know, the kids will be like, "Oh, well, that's great," but you know, it kind of hints to that whole thing with the adults. But then you also have to think about this too. Okay, the Hanna Barbera catalog that, you know, got acquired and everything. And it's just, okay, how many times are we going to keep revamping Scooby-Doo? How many times are we going to keep revamping, you know, certain characters uh, to meet up with the, um, to meet up with, with the modern pop culture audience? I mean, there, there, there have been times where they've, they've done that 
uh, successfully, and then uh, they've done that unsuccessfully because there's just about as many pilot episodes that never saw the light of day. Here we go with pilot episodes again that haven't seen the light of day against how many that actually did air, yeah. and then some that only aired for a number of episodes yeah. and then disappeared. It never came to fruition. You know, nope. uh, no, nope. never came nope. to fruition. So there's the point of it. Also, it's the money aspect, the return, you know, for the effort. Because, you know, to make, you know, to make 2D animation, you know, is, is more costly now than it was in its heyday. I mean, it was also it was a very costly enterprise. But now to do it today, in today's money numbers, that's a lot of that's a, money, a lot of money to pour in to not get that money to come back. Unless, yeah. of course, you you bring in major toy endorsements like with companies. That's why all those 80s and 90s uh, cartoons made the money they did because they had the toy endorsements and they had the toy money behind those cartoons. I mean, they were 30-minute endorsements for toys is what they were. Yeah. But when you talk the about... Deregulation in the 80s, yeah. Yeah, so you hear, you figure, you know, you're, you're, good, you're, you know, you're hitting a new audience in this day and age. Where, okay, I mean, we're going to try to make cartoons for this generation of kids. Are they actually going to appreciate it as much as kids did back in generations previous? Well, you hope they do. Why not? They Why not? Well, they do. Well, well, you would hope they would. But at the same time, with everything that happens on the internet, everything that happens in the gaming world, everything that happens on, you know... Uh, whatever PlayStation thing that they're doing now today. The PlayStation uh, things. You know, well, okay. I, I'm, I'm the old guy, sorry. That's and, and so it comes right down to, yeah, and then the um, the reoccurrence of other things, you know, physical games, like pinball, like video games. So machines. you're saying don't make any more new cartoons with characters that you've had in your catalog for what, decades? No, I'm not saying don't make them i'm saying yes make them but make sure that they are as trendy and as pop culture filled like the animaniacs were very pop culture uh you know pop culture conscious when they made that back in their day same with you know uh, Looney, T- you know the Looney Tunes. You know the the Tiny Toon Adventures was very trendy. Yeah, and but there that- are some there are some Hanna Barbera shows that have never really needed to be trendy. But yeah, but they did try. They did try to be trendy. In fact, uh, there's a YouTube. Uh, there are some YouTube videos out there where they actually uh, came out with you know Yo Yogi, which they were trying to cash in on the whole hip hop sensibility that was going on at the time and that was an abysmal thing. Wow. And uh then there Yo, was Yo uh, Exactly. Oh, oh yeah, go ahead. Go out there and go out there in the web and find it. I'd and, rather uh, not. You can look at it and you'll be like, damn, somebody was doing something. But anyway, you know, but but again, like I said, so I'm hoping that the integrity that made those cartoons great, I hope that when they make them again and keep in mind, yeah, they've got an audience that's got the attention span of, of an ant. Well, speaking and, of remakes and creating new content, apparently a new Saved by the Bell is coming to Peacock next month. Or this yeah. month. Yeah. 
That's as nuts. adults. Yes, as adults. I saw the pictures. I no, saw the no, pictures. no, 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 no. I. It's not just adults. It's the adults are in it, but they have cast a whole bunch of kids for as a new for that generation yeah. as new students. Absolutely. Because they like they like their kids. Yeah, the some of the yeah the kids from the old yeah, show are grown up, kids. and then they're they've got kids, and they're going to school now. Ah, like we haven't done this before. I'm willing to give it a shot. I you know there have been a couple of I've seen a couple of trailer. Well, okay. Too bad Screech. I won't get be it. For, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he's that oh, so he he's a little busy so right now. Yeah, he's a little squirt now, busy. <laughs> He's he's really burnt. But you've got pictures. you have the peacock for free, right? On your, so I'll watch it. Right. I mean, check I, it out. Well, I yeah, it's not it's not coming out until uh, if you're a few end weeks. of the month. But I saw I saw you know the early trailers on some of the jokes and stuff were good. I mean, I thought they were amusing. The more recent trailer that they did was a little bit more focused towards less focused towards the adults and a lot more focused towards trying to target teenagers and the younger generation, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. The generation with the money in their pockets. Well, you know, look, here's the thing. Mom and dad are going to watch, are we weren't willing to watch this show? I think, I think that's what this show. Right. It's like the new, uh, when they brought back full house, but you know, everyone's grown up. Fuller House, yeah, right. Yeah, except it's not going to be. It's not going to be that. Different Saved by dynamics. the Bell is always. Yeah, Saved by the Bell is far more was always far more fun than Full House in my take. But mm. um, it, it'll be amusing because they've got. Um, it sounds like they've got just about everybody except for Belding and Dustin Diamond, um, the guy who plays Screech. And the reason they don't have him is just because of he's just. That guy has gone way off the beaten path and done some crazy ass stuff in the last since that show ended, including, by the way, he, I believe he did porn. Yeah, I think we might have talked about him on one of our uh, News of the Squared articles. Yeah. And, uh, you know, over the and, last and, couple of years. And the funny thing about it was that I just watched another television show that had a screech like character. You know, who got, you know, bumped off, you know, because he had like gone down to Skid Row and he was down on his luck and all this other stuff. And then he, 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 he was selling drugs and then he, had, he ended up getting, he ended up getting killed because, you know, they, he owed money. Oh, you mean like the stuff. guy from Hogan's Heroes? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I swear like every, every one of those VH1 celebrity shows, that they used to do back in the day. He was on like all of them. I mean, I feel like he was on like practically all of them. And then, like I said, at one point he was, I don't know if he still is or not, but at one point he was living in Milwaukee and then well, he was doing stand up. And like I said, I know he did porn. Um, so yeah. Well, yeah. I, Cause I, th- I think, I think what happened was, I guess, I guess, uh, he wasn't privy to what he signed on the dotted line, and he got ripped off on a lot of royalties and residuals. And uh, it's just—I yeah, don't know. It, it I don't know what a- the story is with that. I'll, well, I mean, look. Let's be honest. I mean, it's taken 
it's taken Jaleel White a long time to get over being Urkel. You know, it's taken a long time for a lot of these guys when they have. Oh yeah, well yeah, because you see them. Okay, because you see them in other movies, and the first thing that comes to people's mind once they get typecast, and that, that, there's the word. Once they get mm-hmm. typecast into a particular role, you know, going back to George Reeves, he got typecast as Superman. He couldn't get another job after that. Uh, yeah, and a lot of that, a lot of television people, you know, television actors suffered from that. Uh, that well, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see if any of those guys from The Big Bang Theory, any of the guys, because I like yeah, what's the, her name. Remember the? Yeah, may, no, go ahead. What's her name? Malali, whatever it is. The one who played Blossom. Um, oh, you're talking about uh, Myla Bayum? Miley? Yeah, we're going to screw up her name. Anyway, she's yeah. already got something on Fox. And, you know, and Kelly Kyoko is already doing the Harley Quinn stuff. And, look, what's his name? The my, one my guy. Brian Bailey. And the one, the one guy, well, the one guy was on Roseanne, and I'm kind of surprised we haven't seen him back on Roseanne yet. Oh, well, the guy who time. played Leonard. Yeah, yeah. That guy was on Roseanne, yeah. and back in the day as Darlene's act, as Darlene's husband, and then I seem to remember seeing him on a couple episodes last season as the ex. But you know, who knows? Maybe we will, or maybe we won't see him. Yeah, but look um, how, yeah, when, when, like the one that played Blossom. I mean, look how many years it took for her to get from that to the Big Bang Theory. We're talking several Well, decades. now, hold on a second. There's a little bit of difference there. I mean, she went on, my understanding is she went on to, like, go to, like, I can't remember where she ended up, which, which college she ended up. But she's, like, a, she was, like, doing big-time math stuff. Like, she was, like. Oh, she was a brain. She was always a brain. She well, no, but the point being is she had legit like, like science job, and this was just kind of a, that was the I, reason why that 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 happened was because, oh well, we'll bring her in because that makes sense because she fits the show, and they found a way to bring her in that way. It had nothing to do with, it had been a long time or anything like that. It just happened to be, you know, well, oh this it, this would fit. We can bring this person in and do this. Um. So yeah, I, I don't know, but well, yeah, but the, but like I said, you have to, you know you had your cases in point where, you know, and and it's and it's the curse, the the uh, the child actor curse, which you know goes way beyond television. It happened in the movies where you know were great in their children roles, but then once they grew out of their roles, had a hard time you know finding roles as adults. Which you're, you're talking it's a very common tale. Out, you're talking about one, maybe one out of maybe every fifty, a child actor is actually ended up transcending from the child actor into the adult actor. I mean, the, the odds are very small. Uh, I could I, I could sit here and do a whole show on just that whole situation, you know, because there was it happened to so many of them, you know. I, I, I mean, from the little rascals to to uh, you know to. Uh, to Dennis the Menace, to uh, the, I mean, I could go on and on. Well, Father Opie turned out okay. Pardon me. Opie turned out okay. True Bear well, America yeah, well, yeah, is doing fine. Yeah, well, he was one of the fifty. I mean, he, I mean, he, but he was a working actor for long before he got involved in the whole directing thing. Besides, you know, Mayberry, he was in the, he was in the the Music Man, he was in. Um, 
uh, and and many other projects. He did voiceovers, you know, and you know, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, you know, that, that he, he he managed to do a lot of things, whereas a lot of child actors never got half of those type of opportunities. That you know, he, I mean, he, you know, he's one of those. Like I said, he's one of the very few um, that actually got to do that kind of thing. You know, I, I, I mean, just like, but yeah, just like, I'll, yeah, like oh, go I ahead. said. No, I was just gonna say, I'm, but yeah, I'm, I'm in on on the State by the Bell reboot. I'm curious to see what it's gonna look like. I'm curious to see how often we're gonna see certain characters. I don't think we're gonna get a lot of Mark Paul Gossler and um, what's her name, um, the one who plays Kelly Kapowski. I do think it's gonna be a lot of um, Mario Lopez and. Uh, Elizabeth Berkeley, though, I think we'll uh, see them. Uh, Mario Lopez, Mario Lopez, wasn't he one of the major contributors to the earlier show? Right, but they're both of them are supposedly going to be teachers at the school. Uh, um, whereas I guess um, Zach and Kelly are not going to be regularly on the show. I guess, I, and of course, of course, they're making Zach Morris the governor of California, no. um, which is hysterical. Um, because they used to make those jokes all the time in the show that he was going to end up someplace like that. But sure, why not? Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't think we'll see those. I don't think we'll see Zach and Kelly as much as we'll see. How can I say? Um, the okay. AC Slaters and 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 the Jessica Spanos at this point. Although it's amusing now that uh, nice to see Elizabeth Berkeley's getting some work again after after Showgirls, by the way. Um, <laughs> Only took a while. Well, I mean, she's done some parts here and there along the way, but, yeah, boy, but after Showgirls, Showgirls really? it seemed like she. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead, Mike. Seemed like after Showgirls, she was kind of blacklisted. Yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like what happened with uh, Lisa Wilcho after she did. Uh, uh, nerds, and now she's doing a TV show on me, uh, a, a little show on BTV. Hmm. Bump the facts of life. <laughs> she was uh, she, she was the rich blonde girl, the one that the right, right lunch. Yeah. <laughs> see what other news do we have? Um, um, so Fox has already canceled Filthy Rich and Next. Do you watch okay. either of those? I was no. watching both. Um, I am watching both. I thought I was a little surprised by them dropping the act so fast. I mean, next has only had two episodes. Um, I oh. think they're going to finish out the seasons on both of them because honestly, they need the time. If you understand what I mean. Well, if they, um, if they, hopefully they get proper endings. Um, I don't know if they will or they won't. Um, Brave New World for Peacock, speaking of Peacock, um, also got also got the axe. So there will not be a season two of Brave New World, which was done by Grant Morrison, which is too bad. Um, yeah, you were enjoying that. Yeah, that, that show Jeff has no Jeff shows. Well, no, it's not all Jeff shows. It's just stuff that's out there. Um, <laughs> I'll be honest, I still haven't had a chance to see Swamp Thing. And, of course, as usual, God, I feel like every week there's another freaking Snyder Cut story. Um, this want to keep well, feeding that beast. It's like 
Ray, oh, so well, we Ray Fisher's out there again. Like Ray Fisher's back out there again, talking smack. All right, uh, Ray Fisher. The other one I was going to say for the show because that's a, for the news of the square because I think that's hysterical. Okay. Um, Tune in later in the week. Funny that it's more it's more funny than that, but <laughs> yeah, that Ray Fisher back out there again. Yeah. With 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 be with all this stuff and it's like, I mean, my one question I have is seriously. Who you're and I'll ask you guys, you guys are a director or producer or you guys are a major studio. Would you hire him? No. Well, not after. Well, I don't know. It did. No. It's like, is anyone going to hire just and not? He hasn't been tainted like like, say, Jesse Smollett, but right, no, you but, don't want you this know, baggage, I mean, you know? No, why, why would I want to get involved with emotional baggage and fucking, uh, 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 you know, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not even emotional baggage. It's not even prima donna stuff. It's literally, okay, he's basically become a one-man crusade against... Yeah, this like, activist, you know. Against pretty much any, you know against war brothers in some ways and oh kind of like the, the kind of like what prince did when, uh, when he got into his confrontation with warner brothers when he wanted to start paisley park yeah got it well no not like that but i mean the difference is that not like that because the difference is prince was prince um this guy hasn't really done anything i mean the only thing i can think of is is okay at least Zack Snyder seems to be backing him. And that's the other thing that's crazy about this is while all this is going on, he's in reshoots for a thing that they were releasing on Warner Bros. on, on HBO max for this, this Snyder cut at the same time that he seems to be having these issues with Warner brothers and won't be involved with their, and won't be involved in, in, in their investment. Their, their quote-unquote independent investigation. So I'm kind of like sitting here and I'm like, I don't know how that works. That's just strange. Okay. Put it this way, he's going to Snyder cut his ass out to the front door if he keeps on just, you know, just holding up on this shit. You know what I mean? Well, Cause, you no, because the I mean, irony is... The company's, a company's only going to take so much. Well, I don't know about it because I got to be honest, with the way things are going right now, um, I, I mean... They seem to be putting a lot of, you know, and, and Mike, Mike can attest to this. They're putting a lot of time, effort, and money into basically creating Justice League 2.0. And yeah. I don't... It seems like point, a, lot a, lot new, a lot of new content. It's a yeah. lot of new content, but, you know, they get you to question. Once they put in all this new content, is it a matter of can this film be saved? It's not film anymore. It's going to be like well, almost like a mini series. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So now it's now it's evolved into something else, which you it's know become the Lord it, of the Rings trilogy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. It became it, you know, which of course it could be worse things. It could be uh, Shanghai Surprise with Sean Penn and Madonna. So that's that, well. I mean, uh, here's the irony to the whole thing. <laughs> they the knew better to remake that. Right. What? But, but I mean, here's. The irony, the irony to the whole thing is this, and, and this is where I kind of wanted to go with this, but when you were talking about Ray Fisher, 
is the irony is I don't even know at the end of the day this is all about how many people are gonna who don't have HBO Max are suddenly gonna subscribe to HBO Max to this. watch this thing. And if those numbers if those well, numbers are big and they spike and they make and they get the number and they get large numbers because they're doing this thing and people are watching it. I don't even know that it needs to be any good. Yeah, but then so so let me get this straight. They're gonna go ahead and create this little bitty thing into this really huge thing. It wasn't little bitty thing. They, it was it about a as little bitty. epic ten pole as you could get. This is what they tried yeah. to go for. Okay, okay. Well then let me rephrase that. Alright. They're taking this epic thing and they're shooting all this new footage to make it an even more yeah. epic thing. Even more which, coming to fruition. Yep. Yep. You you guys are never gonna let me live that down. Okay. So yeah, there's the time for the week. But anyway, uh, and you're so this literally now becomes a dice throw in the hopes that it makes all these numbers. But yet, you're hoping that it's going to be any good. Just doesn't doesn't scream you know faith to me that why would I want to go ahead and 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 and, and buy into a stream for something that's at best. Uh, mediocre. Well, I'm just more curious and excited at this point, but I'm just I'm just tired of seeing these articles. Just... Because because it's because it's hit the point where it's I want to see what it is. Yeah, but it's I want to see what it is. It's it's, it's become a, a spectacle piece. It's become a spectacle piece. Whether the yeah. what it, and, and the funny part is the bar for it being any good at this point yeah. is so low. Everyone's just slowing down oh. to watch the train wreck. Right. Yeah, basically, I mean, it's basically the become this more, it's become this morbid curiosity. Well, well I mean, well, that's maybe not it's morbid, not morbid. Just... No. Go ahead, Mike. Okay, this just right. saying yeah. that it's, everyone's be like, all right, let's see what, you've been talking about this for years, now let's see yeah. what it, what this shit is right. about. Yeah, let's, well, let's, and the let's be done. Is, I just like that. We talked about this a few weeks ago. Done talking about yeah, I, I know. Well, but the irony is, it's funny you just said something and you're 100% right, which is the irony is the bar is so low at this point for whatever the hell they're doing. By the time they that, get it out, they're going to give a shit. Well, it's not that they don't give a shit. No, the I mean, comic the nerds irony, give a shit. The pop culture people but, will. Right, and, but the irony is, considering the fact that the comic book nerds give a shit, and the pop culture nerds give a shit, if it's even okay, it's still going to be deemed a failure. Well, no, but it won't because it, there'll be enough buzz that there'll be some other people who normally wouldn't have bought it to buy it, and then it's a win. I mean, I just don't see how at this point. I almost hate to say it. I don't see at this point how it's a loss. So it's almost like a blind date, but you went out. I mean, I don't know where it's, it becomes a loss anymore for Warner Brothers. Or, quite frankly, I don't know where it's a loss, quite frankly, for Snyder. The only question is... <laughs> I mean, the irony is... It, it, it's, it, I don't even know if it's a loss for Snyder 
even if it doesn't achieve where it needs to truly be this epic thing. Because the real question is, great, you've done it. Now what? Are you now saying that we're going to relaunch based on this? Or are we going to continue? Or are you guys going to work another deal to do another four-episode thing on HBO Max? I don't know. I would assume they're going to try to Using it as a springboard for other DC content that they can... I guess. But why wouldn't it be a springboard... So here's the question. Why wouldn't it be a springboard to another movie? Because that's... Okay, that, now you're talking about an even bigger deal, the movie against a series now. Okay? And which what, what what's the cost between the movie and the series? At this See? point, there's not that much difference. So basically what you're saying is, is that no matter what investment, be a movie or be a series... They stand to win based on curiosity. Well, I mean, the problem is, considering how much... I shouldn't say that. I mean, HBO HBO Max and Warner's current investment is much less because they're basically taking a property that was already there and they're basically adding on to the budget. So the question is, I don't know how much the numbers are about how much they're adding on. But and really then, reality. But also, you got to take in the mind that those properties in that time and place for that money now adding on to the new properties, which is now new money, today money, which I'm sure is more money than it was when these properties existed in the first place. I don't know. All I know is, I mean, and, and here's the interesting part. Now that I'm thinking about this even more. Yeah. Do you need do you, I don't given everything that's going on with COVID, if you wanted to have a justice if you wanted to use this crew, this this group of individuals that are currently in regular Justice League and you wanted to do a second Justice League movie, would you even I almost hate to say it, would, would you, you even, even do it? it in a would you even do it in the theater? Because there's a chance that you might not be back in the theaters anytime soon anyway. Right. So, I'm surprised what? at this point we didn't get a sequel to Aquaman before we get uh, the Snyder cut. Aquaman so, was really successful, and so yeah. And, well, well, I, I, I think that's been delayed. By the way, you got those rare cases. Then. By the way, but, like, what? FYI, we still, as of right now, Wonder Woman eighty four is still a go. For December, yeah. For December, we there has been nothing that has said they're not going to try to do this thing in December. And while, meanwhile, every other movie that I've seen has been like, "Yeah, we're moving," but we haven't heard anything. I mean, there's been no, rumblings no. that supposedly it's going to move, but it hasn't moved. Well, yeah. I'll give you, I'll give you a sucker bet, though. You know, on the airing of this show, that in the next in the next few days. There will be something. I'll, I'll I'll put a dollar on it that they'll move it again. Yeah, we're getting close to that point where they're either going to go for it or they're moving. They're going to have to make a decision. Well, we're, we're three weeks from Thanksgiving, and Wonder Woman's slated for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of people are a lot of people are slating stuff for Christmas because also too. Uh, no, a lot of people have moved out of Christmas already now. Well, and, and, yeah, and no time now, to die got moved to April. Right, and Dune got moved. A lot of things got moved out of out of the Christmas weekend, and, and I almost hate to say it, 
it makes me wonder if that's not the reason why they're keeping it there. I think that might be a very good, I think very good chances are that's why it's there. It's kind of that cushion. They're not depending on the Thanksgiving numbers and they're not thinking about the Christmas numbers because of the attendance in the theaters, be it if there are attendance in the theaters and if or or it's not even that it's not even that think about this with all the think of all the competition that was supposed to be there for christmas weekend all the different movies that were supposedly supposed to come out on christmas yeah all the oscar bait yeah not not only just the oscar bait but all like you had dune you had all these things that were supposed to come out okay and all that stuff like all like the tent pole kind of stuff not even the oscar stuff the tent pole stuff Okay. Well, has all gotten moved. Hold on. Has all gotten moved out of like has gotten all all gotten moved out of the end of twenty twenty twenty. They're all in twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two. They've all been moved there. The point I'm getting at is, if all that is gone, and you have a movie that you know everybody wants to see, and that whole weekend is open for you, I mean, I think they they said this before. Like, I mean, honestly. How many, how like for example, the lo- Mike? How many theaters are in your 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 movie, your 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 movie theater? Uh, there's three screens in my local theater. Three? What if all three had Wonder Woman? Yeah, I'd go if it was here in McHenry. Yeah, I'd go. Well, the point being is, I just like for example, where I'm at, there's like six, like there's the one by me. There's like sixteen, twenty theaters. Well, okay. A, if there's uh, nothing else going on, yeah, you can literally put one woman on twenty screens. Yep. Yeah, but okay, you want to put Wonder Woman on twenty screens, but how many of those twenty screens are going to get filled? See, there's but the, the catch. point. Being is, if you can put Wonder Woman on twenty screens, and you and start doing all those social people. distancing, you might be able to make it safe enough. Because there's yeah, well, no other product that you need to worry about. Well, yeah, because if all the movies are moving away and are going into April or into different years, yeah, the competition is moving right out. Yeah, I can see where you're going with this, Jeff, where, yeah, there is no competition anymore because all the other movies have moved out of Christmas weekend. And they figure, well, why not give it a shot since everybody else is out of the way? Let's go ahead and let's blast the fuck out of it and put it on all of these screens in the hopes that, well, if we fill up several movie houses, we hope that we can make a return. Well, and it but- goes beyond that. You know damn well, look, this movie was a movie that people wanted to see before all this happened. Now right. imagine if it's the first blockbuster or major tentpole that's going to come out. In 2020. In 2020, when everybody's been waiting for some fucking thing that yeah. they can go people to the movies. Are still, that people, people are still cautious watch. to go into crowds. People don't want to go into crowded indoor events yet. Right. Oh, a lot right. Of people, but at the same time. That whole thing. Yeah. But at the they same tried, time. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, because. No, you see, go ahead. See, no, you go ahead. Even, oh, anyway, uh, in Logan Theater. They tried opening it up for a little while, and it, it, it didn't work. They tried doing that with the, the Regal here in, in, the, in Chicago, and it didn't work either. See, people are just not people are just not ready for the whole. Well, but but here's this question. Here's the question, and this is and this is really the bigger question: Is it that people weren't ready, 
Now, there's some of it that people aren't ready, but some of it is. We talked about this before. What movie have they put out that any of us are like, yep, we'll go to the movie to go see that? Yes, we all would go to see Wonder Woman 84. We all agreed to that. Right. I know. But that's that, the reason why, That's the reason why, quite frankly, you there, this hasn't worked with a lot yeah. of other movies. There's, there's nothing, I mean, like Tenet. Tenet was supposed to be a big thing. But here's the thing. Tenet <laughs> is a standalone movie that nobody knew anything really about. And I'm sure it's a great movie, and I'm sure I'll watch it when it comes out on demand. But it's from the guy is, who did the Inception. That's all we know. Right, right. It's 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 a Nolan movie. Okay, great. He did Batman and he did Inception. Great, wonderful. We don't know anything about this. Versus, had it been, you know, perfect example. Mike's talked about this. How many times, Mike? If if it was Black Widow, Mike might have been there. I'm going. Mike would have been there. I'll wear the, uh, MC, the gloves. I'll wear MCU the hazmat fans, suit. I'm going. I want to see it. Right. MCU fans might have been there in August to go watch yeah. movies. If it well, had been Black Widow. Let's just hope that there's 50 or 100,000 of you that feel the same way. Well, I think that they're, quite frankly, it's not just 100. I don't think it's just us people at this point. I think there are some people who are literally, literally like, I can't wait to get out and go do something like a movie. And at this point, it's such it's such a novel thing on its own at this point because there are so many movies that the movies have been gone so while so far that there are people who, quite frankly, I think I think you're going to get numbers that are good numbers. It's just a matter of how you going to look. I mean, look at look at what people look at what people are willing to go do outside right now. We're always you and I, all three of us are always shocked when we see people doing stuff. Uh, yeah, and we're like, with what are they the, remember when early the early days of the of the when this hit and they had to close the trail along the Lakeshore drive. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. there's too many people jogging. They're all at home. Everyone, people working or whatever, or people's more time on their hands. So everyone's out jogging and everyone's like assholes and elbows on the trail. Out right. On LSD. Right. Right. So Lori, exactly. so Lightfoot shut it down. Yeah. yeah, well, that's what's hap- that's what's happened See, again. And now we got another week, but things are starting to get cold now. Well, this week, the weather's going to be decent, where people can get the last of their outdoor projects done before the fall, before the winter hits. Everyone knows, everyone's looking. It's probably going to be a really uh, a long winter, so everyone wants to get out this week. We'll see how how people want to go out and do one last uh, little event. yeah, one last but, little event, one last little thing. But the only thing is now. With everything shutting down in such a it's such a yeah, with a the, big way. Yeah. Yeah. So that, we probably it, before we before we end this thing, we should probably talk about Connery, obviously. Yeah, so that was a that was sucked. Was it Saturday morning, I think? Yeah, it was on Halloween. Uh we got the news broke in the morning that mm-hmm. Sean Connery passed away at age ninety. And that's that's unfortunate. Uh, I remember seeing my my one standout memory is just seeing the Hunt for Red October in the theater, and mm-hmm. the, went to the premiere that weekend. I think it was a, with a friend of mine, and the 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 lighting or no the, the 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 brightness on the screen was set really low, so all the exterior shots, like when the submarine is dodging the torpedoes and and going through the the deep trenches in the canyons or whatever in the deep in the sea. No one knew. No one in screen knew what was going on. All we heard was the sound effects. 
And everyone was just like, just laughing. We're chuckling at each other because we can't see what the fuck the submarine is doing. And then they go back to the interior shot, and they, you know, he's good work, uh, Lieutenant, and all the stuff like that. But uh, also, one of my favorite lines, I've talked about this before from Never Say Never Again. One of my favorite lines from Sean Connery was is James Bond, and they're playing some video game for world domination. Yeah, yeah, I and, remember this scene. And uh, Bond says, could we play one last game for the rest of the world, win or lose? So. <laughs> well, and, I'm, and, and a friend of mine was uh, my friend Dave, God rest his soul. He's a big Indiana Jones fan. He loved uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Yeah, that's a good, that's a solid movie. And yeah, one thing I didn't, one more thing, one thing I didn't know that Sean Connery and um, Harrison Ford were only like 12 years apart. Yeah. But they were father and son, which was kind of weird, but it works. <laughs> well, but yeah, yeah, he was, he was awesome actor, did some great films. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, and, and and it's one of those situations, you know, like with any actor or actress, you know, te- people tend to dredge up, oh, but this was in the headlines and oh, that was in the headlines. And, you know, you think to yourself, yeah, well, you got to remember actors like everybody else in the world. OK, they're, they're human. They're not perfect. They're, did they um, did, did they do things that, you know, were not acceptable? Don't we haven't we all? And but I mean, some are more severe than others. But yeah, and of course, Sean Connery was no exception uh, because you know when you have old actors die, well, they're not here to defend themselves. So then they dredge up all of the stuff that they did, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years ago, and you're just like, can't can't you just let it stand for what it is? He was a good actor. He did a lot of good roles. Okay, and. You know what? That's why actors and actresses for a long for a lot for a lot of people, you know, that's why creativity is the mad genius. Because it is just that. There are a lot of mad geniuses in the world. Okay. So what was your what was your favorite bond, uh Ivan? Was it was it Sean? You know? Well yeah, well, between yeah, Sean Connery and then Roger Moore, that's my one and two. Yeah. Yeah, so those those were the guys for me. Uh, and uh, Red October, yeah, I saw that, and I thought it was a great movie. Um, and, uh, you know, anything that John Connery did for the 007 Enterprise, which, you know, was it was extraordinary. And, yeah, you know what? Uh, you know, like I was saying before, yeah, so people tend to dredge up all this news, and I'm just like, you know, but they're not here to defend themselves anymore, so why, why, why bother with any of that? See, it's okay. interesting because you you're saying that, and I I don't know about you, Mike. I didn't I didn't see anything like that. Did you? No. Well, well, okay, because uh, you know, I mean, there was there was some there was a there was a thing that went out. I mean, well, just like with what happened in the 1973 Academy Awards when uh, John Wayne had his say, and you know, and and that raised a bunch of eyebrows. And then Sean Connery was allegedly a wife beater, and that he, you know, he was tough on women. And it wasn't just in the movies, which you know. Uh, you know, but I'm thinking, yeah, but all this stuff happened in a different time and place, and 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 okay, I'm not I'm not condoning it. No, white beating is bad, and white beating is terrible. And he was six foot two. You know, and well, you know, it was just like uh, 
It was like Van. Who was the one? Who was the Who was the one actor that be, ended up becoming a policeman after a while, and then he also uh, got in touch with the whole white beating thing? Screech. What? No, not Screech. Uh, Columbo. Yeah. No, not Columbo. Not Columbo. He's in a lot of I films. Think, I'm on. I'm on his IMDb. I was going to say Van Damme, but no, that's not right either. Not Seagal. Seagal. Yeah. Yeah, he was a. Oh, Seagal moved to like. Yeah. Russia is weird and yeah, whacked out. Yeah, he was now. a wannabe martial arts guru. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah, that so. Yeah, which only goes to show, yeah, you know, it takes all he kinds. He had a long, long storied career. He had a lot of TV in the 50s and then. Yeah, and then, no. He did a lot I, of stuff. But again, you know, you know, people do. You know, unsavory shit. You know, and uh... well, like I said, I mean, honestly, Ivan, you're the first person I've heard talk about this at all. Well, uh, well, go on the internet, you'll see it. Uh, okay, because everything I've seen from people is talking about what movies they liked and all that stuff. It's funny though, because Mike, I don't know. I mean, other than Never Say Never, Never Say Never, you know, Sean Connery wasn't our Bond. You know, I mean, so to me, it's funny because, like, I think of him, I don't think about Bond a- as much because he really wasn't. Well, that's because, that's because, you well, know, in the, Sean... in the 80s, watching the old Bond films on cable growing up. Yeah, you know, I, I always thought that was weird, I guess, because it was like, I'd be like, oh, James Bond. Well, why does James Bond look like a totally different guy? And why does he look totally different? Oh, different actor. Oh, okay, whatever. I mean, yeah. Old, uh, Old I Finger from Russia with fran- Love, Doctor No. Like any, it was a franchise like any franchise. I mean, 007. And in fact, the, the writer of the books, believe it or not, wasn't all that crazy about the no. different. Uh, and I things. talked about this or later. I think an earlier episode about about. I had a friend who had all the Ian Fleming books, and he said that. Um, Timothy Dalton was the closest approximation to James Bond wow. as uh, his character as portrayed in the books. Right. Yuck. Um, <laughs> having watched the Jim- Timothy Dalton, James Bond, no thank you. Um, it just, well, I guess didn't no work for me. taste, right? <laughs> wow. Anyway, but that, that, and that's the reason why it's a book. That's in a book and that's not the movie, no. but what I think what's interesting is you look at some of the other things beyond Bond that Connery did. Like, it, it, you know, for example, you know, we mentioned, you know, a lot of people talk about The Hunter for Red October. Yep. I'm surprised how many people talk about that, that movie that he did with Nicolas Cage, The Rock. Yeah, the um, Michael Bay film, yeah. The Michael Bay film. There are a lot of people who still talk about that. Um, obviously, Indiana Jones. It's funny because I totally spaced... You know he's in he's he he's in Highlander, yeah. Both Highlander movies. He's in the two Highlander movies Good evening, too. Highlander. You know, so you know, and then there's there's is other that, things. That, yeah, like for example, the, is that the same Highlander movie that they spawned the Highlander series, or is that two different things? Same thing, yeah. But same it's franchise. the same thing. They spawned it from that, but yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and, and Highlander too. Yeah, exactly. Um, of course, uh, the Untouchables. Right, the Untouchables. Okay, he was good in that. When his Um, guy pulls a knife, you'll pull it. He does a he does a cameo at the end of Robin Hood Prince's Thieves. I remember that. I saw that in the theater. Kevin Costner. He was the king. Yeah, King what Lionheart or whatever. 
Yeah, yeah. It was the un, it was an untitled. Uh, nobody. He was, King, he was King show. Richard. Yes, it was King yeah. Richard. And then it got spoofed by uh, Mel Brooks because I can't remember who they brought in. Jean Luc Picard. Is it? It was it. Was it? Was it Patrick Stewart? Okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. For uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> I one of my favorite, honestly, one of my favorite movies that I feel that Connery's done. That's of a little bit different vein. I don't know if either one of you ever saw Finding Forrester. Uh, yeah, I saw bits and pieces on cable. Okay. But yeah, you know, here was like, was he? Did he get a Oscar nod for that? No, no, he probably should have. He was no. really good at it. Um, that's a really solid dramatic movie for him, and and he didn't do a lot of good solid dramatic movies, ironically enough. No. Um, you know, a lot of great movies, but nothing. You know that would make you sit there and go, "Okay, that's an Oscar kind of performance." He but did some other like smaller one. ones, like you know, like The Presidio, and yeah, Entrapment with uh, Catherine Judge Jones. Yes, yeah. yeah, that was not. You know, that's an example. Of one of those movies where it's like, yeah, I pretty much spent most of that movie watching Cat, watching mm-hmm. Catherine Zeta Jones sit mm-hmm. there and slip and like move her ass. He was in Time Bandits. I know. That's why I was like, what, where would... See, I haven't seen that movie in ages. I can't remember where, you know, at all. But uh... Then there's uh, the picture. I remember one of my one of my friends changed his profile picture to the uh, his role in Zardoz, where he wore this... Brand this pretty much wear a red diaper and suspenders holding a revolver. It's a pretty dumb costume. but Yeah, yeah. Some people put pictures of that up where... <laughs> yeah. Because on my page, that I I was like, what What do you remember? What is your favorite Connery? And boom, like <laughs> seventy. Like there's that. There's yeah. like, I mean, I was just surprised how many people. You know, I mean, I think I asked besides Bond, what else? What do you What do you remember for? And a lot of The Rock, a lot of a lot of uh, Red October, what, um, did he, did Highlander. He didn't he do a Didn't he do a voice acting job on Watership Down? Um, you know what else he did? He did I don't that. Think so. He did that lousy Dragonheart movie. Yeah, that I saw that in the theater. That was dumb yeah, as shit. Yeah, that was that was the, bad. Dennis Quaid, where it was the knight, and he was the voice of the dragon. But it's not yeah, the dragon. It's, the dragon. It's Sean Connery talking, and it's a CGI dragon. And I remember the CGI yeah. wasn't. Yeah. it was not that good. Well, it wasn't okay. that good of a movie. I mean, no. it was just kind of like, yeah. 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 That's one of those times where I think Connery kind of looked at his career and went, I did this fucking movie? Fuck. What was I thinking? Oh, here's Who's a check. <laughs> here's, a, here's, a, here's a check. I'm good. Never mind. <laughs> Who do I owe? Who do I owe this favor to? <laughs> but I mean, I mean, it's just kind of interesting because you look at his career and it's like, Okay, yeah, he did Bond. And then the interesting part is, not only did he do Bond, he was an integral part of the Highlander series, too. And then, you know, at in the end, at one point, he's he's in the Indiana Jones series, although, ironically, he only got to do one, you know, one movie of that. And in some ways, you know, he that kind of made the movie in some ways with that movie. But, yeah, I mean... His body of work beyond James Bond is just well, yeah, uh, and and there's no disputing that, not whatsoever, not whatsoever. I mean, like I nope. said, it just goes back to what I said. 
it's a good. He's a great actor. He, you know, like most actors, you know, yeah, he, uh, you know, he, he says he, he won. Of, he won one Oscar. Yeah, he won Best Actor and Supporting Actor for The Untouchables. Did he really? Okay, I was not. I didn't remember. Well, I mean, it is. It is a mem. It is memorable. He's got that whole. You, you, you shoot. They shoot one of us. You put right. one of theirs in the morgue. That right. whole thing. Yeah, uh, that's right. They, they put one of your guys in a hospital. You send one of them to the morgue. Right. That's the yeah, Chicago that way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. I never Thank thought. You, I never. Thank you for the memories. Yeah. I didn't think. I, you know, I don't know. I was not. I didn't think Untouchables was that great of a movie. I liked it. I like it. Was it was great. Spe- you know, I like enjoyed it. Oh, it's not like best movie ever, but Right. Well, I, what, and it's I, not I, the it best mobster movie. Some, That's true. It held its own. Okay, and then of course I guess I'm a little biased too because uh, I come back from, you know, Robert Stack and that series on the Untouchables. Elliot Ness right? as the yeah. Yeah. Which I find out years later that <laughs> a lot of that was more <laughs> more fiction than non-fiction like, mm-hmm. you know, just, oh yeah just well like, but the okay. point being I guess you know you think about some of the people who were in that movie and what it you, you'd think what it could have been to, compared to what we got and it's like I don't know <laughs> I just feel like it could have been there was a lot of hype on that movie and, and the reason why people remember that movie quite frankly is because of all the Connery lines Yeah. otherwise I or I'm sorry and the one scene where De Niro's got the baseball bat. Yeah. At the, he at does the, the big baseball dinner bat with all story. the other bo- and, mobsters, yeah. And he, yeah. Like, and a, lot of, with... a lot of that was filmed in Chicago, too. Yeah. Right, was... right. Right. But, uh, like I said, it's... I mean... It didn't float your boat, but, you know, like I said. No, it's a, it's an... Let me, like I said, it's a solid... It's a good movie. I just thought with who you got and what you could do with that storyline and what you could do, that could have been like a real Oscar nominee kind of movie that really could have been something, you know, that, that could have been like a Scarface or it could have been like a Godfather and it, it, it kind of didn't get there, you know, yeah, basically, basically, you know, you got the untouchables and it ran along the lines well, it, of Daisy. It, it was nominated for a bunch of Oscars. Once won a couple of Golden Globes and some other BAFTA awards and whatnot. But I like the Untouchables. I yeah, it. I mean it was okay. Yeah, I mean, like I said, okay. I'm not gonna, I'm not saying, it's oh, like, I, I, you know, it's a horrible movie. But yeah. well, it's not like you're gonna address it like Dick Tracy with uh, Warren Beatty. I mean, no. that's that's apples and oranges. That's well, that's that apples and oranges. But if you're gonna go yeah, there, if you're gonna go there, that that's movie that's get a the steak dinner because. with a McDonald's Happy Meal. That's that's hey, wait, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that movie's hold on a second. That movie is better than people think it is. What? That Dick Tracy movie is better than people think it is. I'm not saying it was bad. I'm just saying that it wasn't one. It wasn't. We're going for the the comic authenticity and the comic kind of cinematography. Well, well, that's what they were going for. They were going for the whole right. look of it. Well, you know, the other the whole thing is layout of how that whole thing came together. You know, I mean, and, and you know, and and it was something that Beatty was he was he was. He was he was you know really wanting you know he was gun ho about wanting to do that production, uh, and and wanted to do it that way. So, By the way, he's the reason why we can't get more Dick Tracy shit. Warren right. Beatty. Yeah. Warren Beatty. He's got a, He's got an option 
to whatever he's got. You know, this is an example of where sometimes Hollywood, you know, Hollywood now is a little bit more careful than Hollywood was in the past about giving out options and things for 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 different things. And and apparently Warren Beatty has an option to anything that would be now would be next created by uh, on Dick Tracy because apparently because apparently Tribune. For the 50th anniversary, Tribune wanted to do a Dick Tracy uh, syndicated, or they wanted to do a series that they wanted to bring a Dick Tracy. They wanted to do a Dick Tracy series, and they were quite a ways down the down the way. And Warren Beatty got wind of it, and he's like, uh, "Yeah, if you're going to do that, that's great. Make sure you're going to pay me." And they're like, "What are you talking about?" And then well, that's because like, he owns, yeah, he owns the he owns the franchise. Uh, I don't know about uh, owns the franchise, but he gets he gets. He would get he a percentage, right. right? Right. He would get a percentage because of the fact of something having to do with he has an option for or something additional in, movies. Part, some, some, some. In, is it Chester Gould's estate or something like that? Or see, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little light on that whole Chester Gould thing because it was. You know, well, who Chester owns Gould. the thing? Is who owns the rights to to the Dick, Dick Tracy franchise? Okay, uh, Chester Gould's son, who picked up the script after Chester Gould passed away, and I guess it was he that was approached by Beatty to do, you know, to get the blessing upon the movie. And then, of course, I guess they finagled something in a contractual situation. And, and, and of course, you know, I guess it made it, he made, he made it uh, worth Chester Goulson's wild to say, well, yeah, okay, fine. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to hold on to a piece of, you know, cartoon history, sure, I got no objection to it. And at the time, you know, the uh, circulation of of comic strips themselves were diminishing by that time. So it was a way to say, well, I can cash out. And what better way to cash out than have Warren Beatty have a piece of it, at least I know that somewhere down the line, if anything becomes of it, I know if he's involved with it, I'm still going to get some money from it too. So I'm looking at a Deadline article from back in 2011, where it basically, apparently this is a court thing, where Warren Beatty won won a lawsuit regarding this, that apparently, um, it says here, a federal judge in L.A. stopped, Tribune from reclaiming the television and movie rights, the comic strip detective, um, and granted a summary judgment in the actor director's favor. Uh, the ruling that the fact that Beatty had begun work on a half hour special, which it, which had Warren dressed in a Dick Tracy character answering questions for from the film credit Leonard Malton, uh, satisfied a use or lose it clause uh, agreement with Tribune to produce a Dick Tracy movie, TV show, or lose the rights to the character. Now, what Warren wants to do with the Dick Tracy character, whose rights he acquired from Tribune Media Services in 1984, of course, you can't imagine. So the point is, is that, yes, apparently, by law, apparently, and I don't know how much longer this holds, but, or if this is a permanent thing that he tried to do it and now he gets to keep them. So I don't well, know. I think I think it was for an indefinite amount of time, if my understanding is correct. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like what ha- it's kind of like what happened to the the Speed Racer uh, property. Uh, it was owned by uh, uh, it was owned by Sylvester Stallone and uh, 
and uh, what the hell? Um, trying to think of his name. Uh, anyway, get this. Okay, according to this, so apparently that special that I mentioned, which yeah. featured Betty talking as Tracy, uh, only ran on Turner Classic Movies uh, in 2009, and quite frankly, Betty only made it to keep his rights intact. Um, so yeah, so apparently. Warren Beatty, who's probably at this point, I mean, does Warren even Beatty even remember? You know. Well, uh, at this point, uh, that's probably the only. That's probably one of the one of the main things that's still keeping him in the chips. Is that is that uh, is that decision? Uh, because I haven't seen him in anything in the longest time. No, yeah, yeah it's been a while. It's a long time. Yeah. I mean, at one time he was a hot property, but then it, when he went from being this hot property to poof. Well, and, and at one point he was dating Madonna, right? Wasn't he at some point? I think but, maybe, yeah. maybe during the filming he might have hooked yeah, up. Yeah, no, he was. They were he together. That was that was shortly after you know uh, Sean Penn and Madonna got divorced and took a took a took a bath with Shanghai Surprise. MGF. He's in the. Uh, he's MGF. in. The, he's in the. He's in the. Uh, the documentary movie that she did. Uh, um, and, and, and the, the one video- that, that Truth or Dare thing, where they did the. <laughs> she's on yeah. tour and they're filming all over. All over. Right. Well, the, yeah, you- and the thing about it was that the Dare thing happened was because they were trying to make the money back on fucking Shanghai Surprise MGM. Uh, Recut that whole movie. Half of it ended up on the foot, and it was still terrible upon release. It's probably the worst thing that Sean Penn and Madonna ever made. Well, probably, but you know, like I said, I I just think it's kind of amusing because um, if, did you have you either of you ever seen the the Madonna Truth or Dare? I have. No. You have okay. No. Yeah, I, I might have seen bits of it. Maybe I think maybe I don't know if it aired on MTV or. Well, something. Well, there's the know. one part where they're playing Truth or Dare and Madonna with a Coke bottle. Um, yeah. Shows how she can give hit. And the other thing I remember is at one point she sits some guy she sits on some black guy's lap and she's like, "Oh my God, your dick is so big." Um, I remember that, and I remember at one point, you know, Warren Beatty's just on camera with this look on his face, like. Why am I even here? Why am I even on camera? What the <laughs> hell's going on? Um, yeah. You know. Um, that whole shock factor that is Madonna. Yeah, yeah well, but at, at the height of at the height of her popularity. Right. So, yeah. So I guess that'll do it for this week. Thoughts, people? Well, stories. going to be on a spinning wheel again on Sunday. Uh, uh, you know, via via Facebook Live um, this Sunday coming up. Uh, that's the eighth, the eighth, right? The eighth. Yes. yes. And um, let's see. Uh, let me see. Julie's birthday is coming up. Happy birthday, Julie! Happy I birthday, Julie! Happy you birthday, know. Julie! And uh, hoping you know for you know for the best for her, you know, and everything. And uh, well. Uh, really nothing too spectacular. Just uh, I know that next week we uh, converge on this uh, table. <laughs> when we converge back to the table here, I'm sure we're awesome. Uh, uh, Jeff, you got anything going on this weekend? 
Not anything that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, but the so, bottom of it. Or the bottom of it, either. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, um, I think it's, you know, by the time that this airs, you know, we're, we're already going to be in the midst of whatever the hell happens. Of, we're gonna, the, the new three-ring ring, three ring circus from the election, so Whatever. we'll see. The next uh, thing 2020 is thrown at us, so. Yeah, yeah. That, and, and, uh, I, have to say, I have to say, man, that uh, if anybody thinks that uh, after all is said and done, it's going to be said and done, we're a long way off from said and done. No, 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 no. Well, and, and the other, like I said, look, with the amount of people that have voted in advance by mail and all those things, some of the some states are aren't haven't even counted some of those ballots. So you know this, this is you know, but ironically, you know, I hate to say it, this is the one time where I, it's 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 kind of frustrating. I wish you know I, I get that the media make a lot of money on this night of election night, and it's a big night for them, and they get to and they get to do all their little wonk shit and all that stuff. But I really wish they would kind of be like, yeah, we're kind of not doing anything tonight, and. We're going to wait. You know what, Jeff? I'm going to agree with you on that. I'm going to agree with you on that. I think until we know for sure when everything has been counted and when everything has been tallied and when everything's been taken, then I think it's when we should go ahead and do the big ballyhoo. But, but that's ahead, not how we do it. So. But, no, but that's, not how, that's not how it's going to be done. Yeah. Of course not. And we all know what's going to come of this. I mean, most people I know are going to know what's going to become of this. And because also, too, the Supreme Court pretty much did a snafu about some of the states saying that, yeah, we're going to include those ballots even after Election Day. Yeah, <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's a snafu or not. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll this is stuff we'll for discuss. Week, we'll be plenty to discuss next week and all yeah, the well, yeah, this is, see where things are a week from now. Yes, because it's, it's it's yeah. Get your popcorn ready. That's all I'm yeah, gonna say. Yeah, get your get your get your uh, theater candy ready and uh, make sure you uh, you don't stand by the windows. While you're waiting for election results, you can listen to us on your favorite podcast hosting platform, i.e., Google, yes. Spotify, Apple, Podbean. Of course, we're on Instagram and Twitter. We're on YouTube. Click the bell, subscribe, and you know to get new content. Of course, all the crazy stories from our News of the Squared Extra show. We give you two shows for the price of one. That's uh, all those crazy stories are on our Facebook page. That's Squares Roundtable Podcast. And, of course, Ivan's on Twitch. That's J-A-V-A-N, Ivan, at twitch.tv. Or follow him on Facebook. And, of course, he does some Facebook Lives and spins his awesome music. And you can send us an email if you like. S-O-T-R-T-Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us for episode one, two, three. Hope we've been... Hey, hey, real fast, before we go. Yeah. Um, as long as we're going to have fun with this. is the one thing I'm going to say where let's have fun with this. What state... Let, let's all make a bet, and then we'll, we'll figure it out for next week. What state is the one state we're all going to be sitting there when we come back on next week? Yeah. That I... is going to like turn into like the 20... 2000 Florida thing. 2000 Florida like, and the hanging chads. It's yeah, got to be Pennsylvania because Pennsylvania is the one state. They shut down the one in, in Wisconsin where they can count the ballots after up to like several days after the election. As long as they're post dated before I, election day, I, it's got to be Pennsylvania. It's going to be Pennsylvania. Yeah, that'll be the one to watch. 
I yeah, think we'll it, see. I'll, I'll I'm no political strategist, but we'll see if that's that I'll, looks I'll like the one's gonna be the one. I'll go a different direction than you guys. Um, I'm gonna say Texas. Texas is traditionally Honestly, been red, right? But I know that with Austin and the other like southern parts yeah, of the state are turning blue. Oh, so that that one might be the one that. No, but know. you're right. I mean, I don't like. I said maybe that's a bad call. Now that I'm thinking about it. It's like what? It's like I'm trying to think. What is the one state that's this group? I. You know what? Scratch that. I'll stick Florida, with Wisconsin. Florida. I'll stick to Wisconsin. Although it could be mm-hmm. Florida. I'm going to be shocked by it mm-hmm. if it's Florida again. My Buy your turkeys now, so that way you're, you've got them for Thanksgiving when the grocery stores burn down from Civil War. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you next time. Ciao.